Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hello and welcome to CORE. This is CORE for February 3rd, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger here to talk about the latest in video game news, views, and reviews. Hey, that all rhymed. Didn't mean it to. Well done. Well Thinking, done. I'm, I'm congratulating myself. Uh, <clears throat> welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got a lot to talk about. And uh, just wanted to tell folks at home that because today is episode 300, 100, 100, 100, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a milestone, and so there's two things happening. One, I am going to put our normally patron-only chunk of content out as a separate post in your normal audio feed, and I'll do that in a few days. I'll still give the patrons their early stuff, but in a few days, you'll get to hear that. Think of it as like, we talked about it before the show, like a free HBO weekend where you get this free little taste of things that you get if, you, if you're into our Patreon, and so I'm going to do that. Number two... We're going to put a commemorative either shirt, mug, or hat, or something like it up on the store that will commemorate 300 episodes of CORE. So uh, info on that. Watch for that coming soon, both to the show and our probably our Twitter accounts, CorePod, uh, the website, and all that sort of stuff. So keep your eyes open for that, fellas and ladies at home. Uh, let's dive right into what's going on this week right here. Sony has said they intend to buy Bungie. They haven't bought them yet, but they are gonna, assuming uh, all regulatory committees allow this to pass. Uh, The great consolidation of all video games continues, everybody. Uh, Sony wants to get theirs. And uh, this time it's Bungie, the destiny company, if you will. Men men and women, what made Halo? Although, to correct people who, uh, for some reason in my timeline, don't understand this, this deal does not get them this this three what is it three point six billion six yeah I think that's right I don't have it in front of me I'll look it up uh, this deal for that much money does not get them old Halo games uh, <laughs> at, at all some people think really no. think they do they're like whoa getting all those Halo games I'm like no that's not how this works We're dude finally have Halo on the PlayStation yeah Sony owns or sorry Microsoft owns Halo entirely um, that IP is 100% Microsoft and has been since Combat Evolved on the original Xbox uh, some 20 years ago so that's not part of this although I don't know maybe Marathon or Myth or um, they have other games I forget the names of Older games, anyway. Uh, one, well, that's probably Rockstar, but there wasn't there one they did where it was an anime lady. 
Uh, oh, uh, yeah, that was called On- uh, Oni? Yeah, that's it. I think that's a rock star owned deal, too. Yeah. That was cool. Oni was cool. It was all right. Really? Yeah. I, th- I liked Oni. It was okay. Don't you remember Oni? I remember Oni. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, Pretty big throwback, though, right? Yeah, it's way back. Yeah, I think that was maybe PS2, very early PS2, maybe or something like that. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, anyway, this is happening, and uh, now I have it up. The price is 3.6. I was right, 3.6 billion dollars. Uh, it says, hang on, whoa, whoa, only is a third person action video game developed by Bungie West, a division of Bungie, published by Take Two. Yeah, so Take Two owns the rights, is is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. Yeah, they, so they made it, but I don't think they own it. Now, Myth and... Oh, Myth is Take-Two also? I loved Myth. Myth was this great PC game back in the day. So and, when I go to the Bungie site, because usually these game companies list all their games. Yeah. Uh, they've got nothing but Destiny. That's a, Yeah, well, like, that's what they I, got I think, now. I think they've, they've like sold everything. They've, ever done <laughs> they've acquired Destiny. Yeah, they own Destiny yeah. now. And look, that's actually a big part of what I want to discuss here. Uh, some people, myself included, at least in the early announcement of this thought maybe this is too much 3.6 billion is a lot of money for a game yeah, i was gonna say i think they overpaid <laughs> yeah they paid this for a not game. that good of a game however i mean people love destiny it's a good game destiny 2 is you yeah. know a revenue yeah, source and all of that but dollars worth of that i, I find it surprising but I, what do think, I think here's what i think i think we're all looking at it too short term because the short term is, hey, we're buying a, a revenue rich game that's, you know, and a, and a developer with, that really does have some cachet in terms of, you know, industry respect, player respect. You know, they, they make great first person immersive games. That's just what they do. And you could do a lot worse. 3.6 billion tells me, though, that they a probably have something going on behind the scenes that's like their next big thing. And it's Sony knows what it is and is going to work with them on that. But I think moreover. Their plan is to bring to bear big virtual world. I'm not going to say metaverse many more times today, but this is a play for them to say, we're going to make big, massive places people want to go. A lot like, say, Fortnite. Everybody wants that Fortnite money. And Fortnite is no longer just a shooter. Fortnite's a place to watch concerts and do all kinds of weird shit. They would love to be the place for that. And I don't think they intend to make it just on PlayStation. I think they want it everywhere. And they think that Destiny, or sorry, uh, Bungie can help get them there. That's my mm. personal take. I could mm. be wrong, um, and, but I also, for the record, I think all of the stuff Microsoft's buying, their their ultimate goal is the same. They just want to have as much talent under the hood as possible, so that wherever we go next for our games, they are there with the most talent. And I, I really don't think it's all that different. It's easy to look at it as just, oh, well, it's just. We're making more games and thinking of it in current day, you know, business. But I, I think I it's feel like a lot of expensive lessons are going to be learned that we'll never know about. Hundred percent agree. Stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally let's buy this great gaming company and realize the shit storm they got themselves into. Like, gaming yeah. is not like hardware or whatever. It's people decide to dislike games for good reasons and for crazy reasons. Yeah. Well, we're you know, uh, asking we're the, about how much people love their great company. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're yeah. at the schoolyard stage where all the kids have gathered. You have your two team captains, uh, Captain Sony and Captain Microsoft. And one by one, they're picking the kids that they think are going to be the best at uh, <laughs> flag football. Like. <laughs> and in about five to six years, we're going to find out what kids were truly excellent, what kids just fall on the ground to eat dirt and then go to the nurse's office. <laughs> 
I I really like that analogy because I actually think it's dead on. I think Bo, you're exactly right. I think they are hedging. This is bet hedging, okay, uh, by both huge companies. But honestly, every big tech company, entertainment company across the world right now is hedging bets for the future all of the of all of this and what that platform even is, what it means, what you define it as. Again, we talked about this at length in our pre-show, so I don't want to go over it all again because I am going to give this to everybody. But the point is, like, there's a lot more at stake here than just Destiny's next game, which, by the way, we think we know what it is. It's called Matter, and it's been rumored oh. for a while. They had a job posting for an art position Matter? on a game called it's Matter. It's not Destin 3. It's not Destin 3. Although no, matter no. could be anything, but they described it thusly. Hold on. Um, matter could be anything. Come matter. to core for deep takes like that one. Here, here, here's what it is. I got it right here. <laughs> I just, I was just burning time until I found it. I found it. Here it is. What is matter? Uh, they had said they're intended to release their next game franchises before all of this buyout by 2025. Uh, in 2018, they filed a trademark under the name Matter, which looks likely to be the game's new title or something like it. Uh, also in 2018, Chinese company NetEase invested $100 million into Bungie, said it would help them build new worlds and explore new directions. Um, it says here, unlike the tone of Destiny and Halo, the tone of matter is said to be more lighthearted and whimsical. The first job advertisement uh, was for an incubation art director, and it read like this, quote, are you, on a, uh, see, are you on a mission to create games that bond players together into deeply invested communities? Would you like to work on something comedic and lighthearted and whimsical? Uh, when do you think Dest- or sorry, when you think of Destiny and Halo, the last words that come to mind are usually comedic and whimsical, but whatever. Uh, it says we need to build our publishing group, but part of our vision is also to become a multi-franchise entertainment company. So let that mean whatever it's going to mean. There's something in here about necromancers. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, in that same job posting, you are the glue between the sword and the reward. You will work in tandem with our sandbox and economy teams to build and uh, and distribute items to our players. Living inside a giant database of hundreds of baubles, weapons, and armor is nothing new to you, and neither is building a system so clever so clever to distribute all these items in a necromancer's dungeon. Those could be code words for other things that happen sometimes. Who knows? Sounds like freaking Diablo or something with maybe a whimsical approach. I, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But whether I this could is, also yeah. oh sorry no go, go ahead. ahead keep going. Um, I I can also see Bungie going the way of Rare. Like remember when Microsoft acquired Rare and we were like oh what are they gonna do with them? Yeah. And then they just sort of made avatars for them until Sea of Thieves came out and they finally did something. Yeah. I, I can see that kind of happening with Bungie. It could it could be as well because like you said I think maybe they were focused more on talent than specific game at the moment. Yeah. I mean, cause all they really are getting, they're getting an active revenue model with destiny, which right. still makes more money than any other four player plus raid option, multiplayer co-op shooter, the thing, whatever. Yeah, Cause it always costs $60 looter shooters. We've gone over this before, but yes, every time John goes in there, they want another 60 bucks from him. But, uh, but yeah, like they, they kind of, you know, they're kings of that space and the halo legacy is, is, is a, is a worthy one. I, I just think if you're going to pay that level of money, that's not even a full star war. Do you notice that star Wars was 4 billion. This is 3.6. It's almost as much as star Wars or as I like to call it. That's what I mean. I, I, this is over, they've overpaid for like 
the value of Bungie only having Destiny to in my mind is like a couple hundred million. Like if you're lucky, like they must really be raking in revenue. But like I don't really. Well, see, and that's why that I don't. That's why I, I, I don't work in the industry. I don't know, but it seems crazy to me. I agree with you on that, and that's why I think this is more about building something well that they plan for well in the future. I mean, they have said they want to have ten games as as a service titles running by 2025 sony said this now they didn't say it in conjunction with this deal but it was just something they had said outside of this or an earnings call or something um we have more information about what they will or won't do so the question was as a destiny 2 player does bungie become part of the playstation family uh and does it have any immediate impact packed on how we'll play and experience destiny 2 no they said our commitment to destiny 2 is a multi-platform game with full cross play remains unchanged uh, we want you to play uh, Witch Queen on February 22nd, 2020 on the platform of your choice. Nice little commercial inserted there in their question or their answer. Uh, will the Destiny 2 experience on PlayStation, non-PlayStation platforms be impacted by Bungie becoming part of Sony? No, we want to maintain the same great experience you are, already have on whatever your platform of choice is. Um, let's see. Basically, they have a bunch more questions like that. About exclusives. People forget all that stuff in two years, though. When just, you know, they, they do. Like they're not. They're, they're like you know, because like, Blizzard's doing this too. Like they're like trying to calm people. Whatever makes the perception of the companies favorable and stock prices go up. But like they could easily be like, you know what, we're deciding whatever yeah. later on. So and no one's gonna go back. Hey, let me dig out the FAQ from two years ago. And see what they say. <laughs> like Things you know, like change. it's yeah. what it is. It's of the moment. Like we're very um, we're very of the moment now with our news and what we pay attention to because. I, as I remember, we covered on the show that when Bungie left Activision Blizzard, they bought themselves out. Well, they didn't and they own had them. Huge parties. They it's, were like, "F that company. Yeah. We're glad to be free." So when I heard this news, I went, "What? Didn't you want to be independent?" Like, and yeah, I'm like, well, I realized I don't go to their meetings, so I don't know what really the reasons were. But it kind of seemed like from the reporting yeah. that they were very happy to be in control of their own. Wait for it destiny yeah so why the hell like what what do they have to gain or what's going on that so have keep in mind 3.6 like, billion dollars keep, yeah well that's a big part of it but <laughs> yeah, keep this keep pretty this much in mind. right before, like this is just the, yeah. before sell, we get a bunch of emails mail. before we yeah. get a bunch of emails of people flipping out they didn't oh activision did not own bungie at all oh well they had to buy out of something they had an exclusivity contract for publishing with Bungie or with Bungie, and that was it. Okay, that's so. kind. Of, okay, so they weren't owned, but it is kind of getting owned when someone can tell you what you can and can't. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, yes, they wanted to yeah. get out of it, but it wasn't a deal where it was like sure. this, where they bought them, owned them, and then they bought themselves out. That isn't what happened. So just just for clarity, and for those out there like sure. jumping all over, I probably email. have that wrong, but um, that, the, I, you know, here's what here's what they they celebrated not having to be involved with the partner. Like, no, that. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. And this maybe goes to some of that. Their next question was Bungie has future games in development. Will they now become PlayStation exclusives? Their answer was no. We want to, we want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play their games. Again, pushing toward the concept of metaverse. Anyway, we will continue to be self-published creatively independent, and we will continue to dive, uh, drive one unified Bungie community. So that even speaking of publishing sounds like they are still going to self-publish all their content um, hmm. that Sony doesn't suddenly become a publisher uh, probably in the way that oh, what's that other Sony like Naughty Dog's like this like Naughty Dog. I don't know if they're even outrightly owned by Sony, but they're so tied together 
I'd have to look at that. I'm not sure how that one works. I mean, it's possible just to have good working relationships with companies that you mutually benefit, you know, from, and maybe there are existing contracts, but nothing crazy. Yeah. You know, like just so, I mean, you know, obviously they're going to work with somebody. I just don't, there's this very obvious, I see the purpose behind what Xbox has been doing and making these purchases. They're grand and we sort of, we can easily intuit the the story beneath the story, even if it's fiction or whatever, it's just in our own minds, like the perception, right? Like Xbox has got this product and they're trying to consolidate and bring stuff to their awesome Game Pass line and really go deep on that. And you're right, there might be other ulterior motives related to the metaverse business. It's also leveraging the technology that these companies are good with. Mm-hmm. But when I look at Bungie and Sony buying it, the narrative I have, fiction or no, is just, well, Sony's getting owned. And this is, you know, when you get desperate and you're losing a game, it's like, oh, shit, we got to do some stuff too. Who's who's available? Yeah. Bungie. Because, like, there's nothing about this deal that, like, you can. There's some excitement to Bethesda getting owned by Microsoft. There's some excitement. There's a lot of favorable, you know, feedback about Activision and, and Microsoft. Microsoft buying Activision. This doesn't feel like, yay, my destiny is going to be better or worse. I don't, mm. you know. Do you agree, John? You think you this know, does this mean like? What do you think it ultimately means? Do you think it'll be like rare, where they just sort of squander it, or what? I mean, I think. Bo's right. As an outsider, I don't think it's easy to understand why they did this, why they paid as much as they did. Um, I, I don't think it's inherently obvious why Bungie would be worth this amount of money. But it, I, I would bet, and I would, if I was going to put money down on something, it's a case of Sony knows something that we don't. And I think that in the future, we're going to get to a point where we go, oh, that makes sense. Mm. Um, but it could be, you know, like, like we keep saying on the back of the talent, like there is no doubt. I don't really love Destiny. I don't really play it. But one thing that I think most people would agree with is that that game plays really well. Yeah. Bungie oh, yeah. makes oh, yeah. a yeah. good it game. Does. Yeah. Like they, they know... They know what they're doing from a technical level, whether you like how it all comes together, how it all, you know, how it all fits the narrative around it, the packaging around it. But at the end of the day, they make shooters that feel really good that people want to play. Um, So I, I don't know. I don't know why it's worth 3.6 billion. That is a confusing narrative to me. Um, but I, it makes me think, okay, well there must be something that I don't know. Like their IP is super, well, this is just my opinion, but the Destiny IP is like, it's pretty late. Like, there's a lot of work to make that a big, interesting IP compared to other ones. Yes, there are people who like it, but it, this is not this is not on the level of Halo or Mario or Link or, or any other. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is like popularity level 700. It's very it's high for those people who are into it, but overall, this, this is not a high value brand. In my as opinion. critical as I've been recently and i still get occasional reminders of halo's narrative and master chief and all of that uh i still think it's much much better than destiny's so i I think maybe that says where my my thought is i I don't think you're wrong i think bo you're right too about the the value of the ip and that's why i just don't think that's what this is and that there are things we don't talent maybe it's the talent and um maybe i don't who knows what patents people hold too sometimes there's plays for that kind of thing yeah i would have said fallout fallout by itself or elder scrolls by itself those feel like more valuable ips than destiny 
on their yeah, own. That's what I mean. Like I, you could probably list, even if it's just your perception, what do you think are the most globally recognized video game IPs? And like, you know, go uh, down the list and like Destiny's going to be like in the thousands. Like, yes, it's popular. That's a lot of people make it. Maybe they turn a lot of revenue, but you know, it's vanilla dudes in armor. Like I, there's <laughs> the Warframe, Warframe exists. Like it's also in a crowded space. Like in Warframe to me has way more personality and way more memorable than anything destiny's doing but you know it's also a crowded space there's a lot of four-player co-op online shooters so it's not like they're the only ones doing that kind of thing and right i mean i played the game i, I saw the story it was awful i'm sorry the writing is not the improvements need to be made to have good narrative it doesn't have good narrative it's better now than all. it was but i agree with you especially destiny one it was mm-hmm. nonsense it just had no story it was terrible yeah i mean i only played two i didn't play one so i, I don't know but two was it was serviceable is what I give it. I would say terrible is maybe a little um, hyperbolic, but it was serviceable. But, I, I, you know, it'd be better if there's no story, yeah. <laughs> you know, like so. Like, but they were clearly trying to, you know, make this an RPG ish experience. But yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't see it as having a lot of potential. Like, let's release a new game and, you know. TV show or something like whatever. So I don't, I guess you're probably right from the beginning, Scott, that they're buying this to, to gut it for, for what they need them for. Yeah. This is a Cadbury egg and they want the, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And then the gravy is just that. Oh, and also we have a, a service game called destiny that people like, like that's just like, well, they're going to tell the public nothing, no problem. Don't mess up our stock prices. Like, yeah, you know, I don't think anyone's going to buy a video game company and be like, we're shitting all over your IPs. No more games. We're taking the talent and leaving a husk out there. Right. Like that would be destructive. Be terrible. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, we're going to get that story. I think no matter what, what happens with the purchase of our entertainment company. Yeah. No one's clamoring for like destiny tactics or destiny RPG or you, you put tactics next to just about any damn thing. And I'm on board. Well, I do that. Godzilla destroy all monsters tactics. I'm in. (laughs) Did you play Uh, gears tactics, Joe? Yes, I did. It was awesome. It was super good. Yeah. Yeah. You put tactics next to a game title and I will, I will play it. Guardians of the galaxy tactics. I'm back. Oh, yeah i'm the same i you you could say grocery store tactics i'd be, I'd be into it yeah. yes. so you, you play wordle tactics right i would oh, hell yes no, yeah. that's a great idea maybe so we should do wordle tactics. man i gotta taste what about word. what about metaverse tactics uh, sure i'll I do that make a wordle tactics game do i'm it. thinking about how i do it it'd be cool because you do your move right and then like the way you would attack is you would have to make your guesses, and whoever guessed first would essentially have the initiative of action. Yeah, or get or hit if you both attack at the same time, and whoever gets it first resolves first, so they get the damage or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm in, yeah. dude. Sign me up for all your tactics. I was just today wondering where the Metal Slug Tactics game is. Oh, this, right. Yeah. Yes. I want that oh so bad. Oh my gosh, yes. It got me playing Metal, or it got me playing Metal Slug Three over again because I love that game, and it reminded me. Oh yeah, right. S and K made some badass shit back in the day. <laughs> they had some cool <laughs> games and their little twenty yeah, four bit era that you couldn't no one could afford at the time. Um but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Just put tactics in front of everything. And you know what? Destiny tactics, fine. Whatever. I'd play that. Yeah. 
I would. I would. I would play. I play that quicker than I'd be jumping back into Destiny. Let me put I mean, it that didn't way. they make Halo Wars? Was that them? I mean, they have uh, they have some background in this, right? I they think that was Ensemble right? Studios. That yeah, did that. Ensemble oh, yeah. did it, and then I don't know who did the second one because Ensemble was gone by that point. Yeah. So I think for Wives, I think it may have been the last thing Greg worked on was that first one, Greg Street, before he left for for Warcraft. Oh, he worked on Halo Wars. Yeah. Well, he was at he was a big part of Ensemble, especially through the. Age of Empires two years, mm. and then I think he may have been there at the start of that development. Maybe not through the whole thing, but yeah, he was there for a long time. Um. Anyway, we'll see. They say don't worry about Destiny; it's all good. I believe them because, you know, why sure, would you why mess not? with it? Yeah, it's going to be fine. They're, they're making more Destiny the game. I didn't mean to say the game's not popular or anything. I just don't. I just don't think it's. It was last year. I was looking at the most most played on PlayStation platform stuff last year. This doesn't count PC, Xbox, or any other place you can play Destiny too. But it was the sixth most played game on PlayStation four and five. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty high. You know, I mean, it's not number one, but I don't know what it even is. I forgot. It was something. uh, What was it? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. All I know is this: three point six billion. It better be cool. So get on it. Speaking of Wordle, Wordle has been sold. Josh Wordle sold Wordle uh, to the New York Times for an undisclosed. What is the Wordle coming to? I know the world is falling. Wordle is falling around us. Um, it, uh, he sold it for a s- seven figures, but undisclosed total. So we don't know how right. much. But it uh, doesn't matter. It could be. It could start with a one that seven uh, figure deal, and it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're doing yeah. okay. A lot of people think it's worth a lot more. Like the opposite yeah. of the spongy thing. Like he should have gotten more. But then others are quick to point out that this is a basically a reskin of an old board game uh, called. Yeah. It's probably pretty easily replicable too, and there's no patents associated. Like he doesn't own the patent on five no. letter, obviously, because there's a thousand copycats out there. Yeah, right. And some of them are yeah. doing really well. The the main point here is. This the value here is the name and its current, you know, spastic hype. Everyone's yeah. so into. Boy, it. some people have gotten doom and gloom about this, though. Like, oh, big well, time. that's it. I'm never going to play Wordle ever again. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. It's so weird. It's such a weird concept. This thing that we have, where it's like we see this thing that this guy made that was very important, that it was pure and not make. You know, he didn't want ads. He didn't want to monetize it in any way. Just wanted this thing out there. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, what a good guy. What an upstanding guy. The kind of guy you want to see succeed. Then he does. And it's not that they're mad at him, right? It's that they're mad at the New York Times. And then all of a sudden it's, well, it's garbage now. (laughs) It might end up being garbage, but can we at least agree to find out what level of garbage it is before we're like... The world's over. Thanks, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we can't have anything nice. It's just corporations. People, you know, corporations will never be cool. Like, I'm, you know, it's never a selling point that a corporation's involved. That doesn't mean that it isn't an immature view, that there aren't fun things and great products, that corporations are responsible for a lot of positive things. But it's never cool. I'm sorry, but it, there's there, there's never been in existence a corporation that has had any actual coolness to there's it. A, I think there's when a you hear there's a cool, little cool. independent thing moves to corporate world. You go, yeah. that's 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 a, that's a reduction. That's a negative no, move. I, I agree. No matter what graph you chart on it, it's negative. It's negative traction, and that's just that's I, science. I agree, but <laughs> we used to think of Blizzard as cool. 
in that way, but also we were getting. There's still a, a corpo. There's still a corpo. But that's my like, point. I mean, I never lost sight of that. You know, I yeah. don't disagree with you, Bo. I think it's just. It's and I'm not speaking for myself. Like reaction to it, I can understand going, "Ugh, New," because this is what my wife did. She came in and she goes, "Sold to the New York Times." I don't know if we're going to play it anymore. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm going to keep playing it." And she goes, "Have you ever tried to read one of their articles?" And I was like, "Oh, that's a good point. A big thing pops up and goes, pay us." And I go, yeah. "No." And I click outside of it and I go away from they it. They say they're not going to change you know, it. They say they're not doing that. So that's I, what they say. That's what we'll they say. See, I mean, as, and but, people in the chat are like, "I know what's going to their paywall." We don't know anything. We don't actually know. And I'm but, not defending the, truth, the New York yeah, Times. We I don't have no know. Idea. Just don't and know. there's no reason to be so certain now that it's awful. Like, I'm just saying, look, don't step back from the ledge a little bit. Like, like, yeah, it's probably bad because I agree with Bo. Nothing's ever become corporate and become way cooler corporate. But at the same time, that doesn't mean the year's over. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean well, your life's I, I, over. It doesn't mean you can't. Guess I a five-letter word tomorrow. Yeah, I think people just have that feeling, but don't have the way to articulate it. Like, I, I don't want to condescend everyone and say I could better explain what they're feeling than they can. But I really feel like we do a lot of, you know, humans do a lot of rationalizing beyond the facts that they know. And the only thing I know for sure is corpos are not cool, and that's a negative. That's a negative cultural move when you got indie hipster thing that is awesome and everyone likes it and it seems wholesome and goes to corporate well let's consult with the board of directors on how to extract revenue from this sweet little ip that somebody made you know like and then it's just like you take it you extend it it's gonna be like it's a gate this is like gaming science every time there's a transaction there are a thousand voices on the internet that like are like you corporate you know have all these things to say when really it's just like <laughs> these are businesses they're making business decisions yeah. there's nothing cool about it that's why you feel this way, probably. And most uh, of the people saying that stuff, up. they're going to keep playing it. They're going to do it every day because they're hooked on right, it. And exactly. it's fine. Like, it's you fine. know, Star Wars was never good since Disney owned it. I'm like, it's Star Wars has always been owned by a corporation, right? So, oh, yeah. I mean, right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it was you never know, not. Like, <laughs> like, but you see that you see the transaction corporation. You see the word corporation that, you know, I think in an ideal world, a corporation would exist, but also erase it from the minds of everybody. So, you know, well, plus you're screwed if you do way. and screwed if you don't. If you're George Lucas, you start out as a as a filmmaker with nothing, and then you have a giant hit on your hands, and now you own Lucasfilm, and Lucasfilm owns the rights to the IP and, and shares the, that with with uh, you know Fox and whoever else is involved. But now they're a corporation. Now what are you going to do? Like I, I, you're screwed. That's if the you narrative do, with all you. artists. It's like the record companies are screwing the musicians. Spotify and Apple Music are screwing the musicians. The director wants to do things, but then the production company came in and told them they had to put Coke ad in their movie or it doesn't get made. Like, this is a myth. This is a modern myth, mythos that we have that the artists are um, uh, at war with uh, the artists who have a, a will to create and want to do something beautiful or just have fun ideas or something are at the whim of essentially corporate or, you know, private money interests yeah. and yeah. that's just what that sounds like when you hear it yeah. and, you what, and it's what, hard to like it you know so yeah. what it feels like is you know when you make uh you're doing a customized character in a game and sure. it's got sliders yeah penis, go, like a penis slider like you go yeah. like let's move this let me try moving the nose shape and you go and you go oh no that's not it and you move it back and you're a hundred percent certain you put it back where it was <laughs> and you're like the whole face is fucked. <laughs> like, what happened? This is 
like, you know, this is a John thing. Let me let me speak to this real quick. John spends more time in character creation screens than he often does the games that they're part of. So you have to at least admit that you might be a little more sensitive to where the nose slider was than your average <laughs> it might player. Be. It's true. It could be a me thing, but I'm sure other people have done that. Where you move it just a little bit, and then you move it back, and you're like, it's back, but why does everything look bad now? Because you've seen it move, and now you've just read the entire face completely different than what it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's what it is. But look, everybody, everything in life is ephemeral. I hate to tell you, yeah. but even the things you love the very most are going to one day go away. Even they are. Even you are, yeah, dear even listener. Even you. You're ephemeral. Yeah. Life and the greatest lesson you can learn is to enjoy things in the moment while it lasts. And let's all just <laughs> hold on to Wordle, whether that's a week or whether that's 13 more years. And it just starts recycling words. And we're like, shit, it was moist again. Oh, yeah. crap. Oh, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, just enjoy it while you can that was yesterday's right we didn't spoil anything was yesterday's moist or today no it's over yesterday's puzzle was moist no one can do it okay now, so. moist yeah, is over we're fine. all right we can I, say moist. i got more I got emails three tries i think i got like 30 40 emails yesterday saying did you get today's solution did you get it you're gonna hate it <laughs> you're gonna hate today's solution you're gonna hate it and i'm like why am i gonna hate it and then it actually helped me get it it helped me figure it out <laughs> It's like, yeah, I hate the word moist. Everyone knows I hate it. And there it was. So good job. I, you, know, I you, want, you want moist chicken. Like moist is not. Sure, a moist is all right. No, it's not a good word. It's not. It's not good. It's just bad but in general. I, don't I like think it. I'm extra mad what, What's an alternative word for moist? Like wet. if you're just like, mm, this blank chicken is delicious. <laughs> <This> blank chicken. <laughs> like what? What other word do you use to than moist? I like, want it to uh, be blank. This wet chicken is wet chicken. <laughs> No, you're right. It has its uses, but I still don't just like. I just don't like the sound of it. Like, I take juicy out all. Juicy is better. Yeah, juicy's better. But I, for some reason, whatever follows it, changes it. It saves it. So moist <laughs> chicken is okay. But you remove the chicken, you just say moist and like, mo- like moist thighs. Right? You're sweaty. You got moist thighs. Pretty gross, sure. right? Yeah. Juicy <laughs> thighs are also gross. Yeah. Right. It's the way we visualize things with our language. You know, you get as far as the sentence. It was very moist, and your brain is just in chaos right now. You're like, uh-oh, yep. what's going to happen here? Yep. Chicken, and then it's like, oh, relief. Okay, we feel good. We're fine. I know why. I'm- human human beings avoid moisture, generally speaking, because it means dampness, which leads to mold, which leads to spores, which leads to death and disease. It's, it's really, that's what this is. So it's a word oh, that reminds us of those sex things. avoidance thing. Well, no, it's that too, no. but it's not an avoidance thing. I think it's just that... The word moist, I think the word moist just brings up a lot of like, ew, wet and uh, what's wrong with it? Like the basement, something like, stinks like, down like here. Yeasty, yeasty, yeah. I stepped on the rug and it was moist. Flat, You're like, oh, I got to deal with that before, you know, mold. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like moisture either. Like when people say, oh, I sure been dry this summer. I wish we had some more moisture. F off. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that ever in my life. I hate moisture. Anyway, well, I'm not dying on the moist hill. I'm dying on the puss hill. So yeah. I'm gonna. St- I'm, I'm. I'm done on this conversation. You guys do what you want. Uh, those two. Now you got two hills all to yourself. 
All right, yeah. let's move what, on. Did, did, is that a reference to pre-show or this show? I think it was this show. Sense to anyone? Everybody's getting it this week, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. but Just... they're gonna get it in reverse order, so it's like uh, <laughs> it's like uh, the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. I gotta yet, go to a back to take soon, and then the pre the, the pre show will run. You yeah. haven't seen it yet? No, crazy. So much, That's the best uh, episode of all you time. You are the. Aired. Hold on a second. Back this truck up. You are literally one of my friends that told me I don't need to see it. You told me that. No. Yeah, at the beginning, and then this the show took a, sh- a sharp left turn in, <laughs> yes, at, without spoiling anything. It's hard to describe until you see it. Hey. It's like, oh. Oh, it just took a, a sharp left turn. That's the best way I can, like, just to, to some other thing, and now you got to watch it. Scott, yeah. how do you feel about Timothy Oliphant? Big fan. Love him. Okay. Can you do probably no watch the show. book of Boba Okay. And that is a spoiler, to be clear, but it is such a minor spoiler compared to all the other spoilers in that show that I am yes. fine with saying it. Yes, that's okay. a low-tier spoiler. <laughs> Very low-tier. All right. Yeah. So I need... That show goes places. So that that's, show... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start binging it like right away because the finale is what Friday or something whenever, yeah. whenever it is next week next um, week on Wednesday by the time I get there I'll I'll have gotten close to catching up or whatever uh, so I'm totally going to watch it but it was both of you telling me not to watch it like two three I weeks I said ago. watch it I liked it from the beginning I was in favor of watching it but it, I said yes we both said that it's if you like Mandalorian but, you know we, we could it, it's but it felt a little skippable or side you know side questy yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and that's it's not the case anyway. It is, if you like Scott, Mandalorian and like where things are going, you have to watch the show now. Okay. What um, if you were watching the movie Ant-Man yeah. and you're like, yeah, Ant-Man's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Paul Rudd never ages. Turning yeah. small. I'm into this. Sure. And then all of a sudden it had the ending of like Civil War. Oh. And you're like, what happened to this show? Okay. So it <laughs> took a turn. It really did take a turn. You're telling me. It's yeah. a really a sharp left turn. at episode five. Episode five and six, you're like... What's going on? <laughs> I like it. It's awesome. But oh, Rose, Rose, no skill 24 in the chat says it made me moist, if that's what you mean. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, there it we go. It was for sure a, a yeah, moisture farm. Made you juicy. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, there you have it. Uh, Wordle, New York Times. Good luck. They, they claim it'll be out there and just available like it always has been. But I, you know, like Bo said a year later, who remembers the facts? So who we'll knows? see. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, but maybe it will be. Maybe we'll you know, John's right too. Maybe we're just being cynical and enjoy the uh, ephemeral, 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 ephemeral. You have it. Yep. Yeah, ephemeral. Um, hey, uh, there's more acquisitions to come. Uh, Jeff Keeley made a tweet that basically just said, "Hey, I know about more of these coming. We're not done with these bungee level ABK acquisition level oh, announcements." Shit. But we don't know what he meant. We have no idea. Are there any leaks? I still think leaks? that Square Enix is going the way of Sony. You think like, they'll go? Not, to... not just because that trended on Twitter, and it did. A lot of people are guessing this, but I think there's a lot of evidence that suggests that it could go that way. Um, uh, there was a lot of talk when Final Fantasy XIV was in the news in a big way, yeah, uh, because that's a PlayStation exclusive uh, version for console. You can't play it on the Xbox. And a lot of people were saying, well, would you do it? Would you do it? And their response was like, yeah, we'd really like to put it on the Xbox. Um, we we basically have a version that we could we could move over there. We'd like to do it. And then that was kind of all they said about it. 
And it's like, you know, we just got to work on the deal. You think about what the messaging on Xbox is, which is, yeah, put whatever you want out here. And I feel like you can pretty easily read the room and go, okay, well, wait a minute. If the developers of 14 are saying, hey, we're into this idea, we, yeah. we would love it to be on Xbox. And you have Microsoft, which is the most like, sure, put whatever you want on the Xbox. Yeah. Why isn't it happening then? And I think to me, you can go, well, there's probably exclusivity deals going on. And that's mm. what it is. Whether that's owning them is a completely different story. But uh, we've also <laughs> been watching a lot of Final Fantasy things disappear off of Game Pass. That's true. That's true. A bunch of bunch. Got, well, the, but they also added a bunch recently and they're not leaving. They it. did. So I, I but don't they know could have that. a deal where it's like we're going to add so many over the course of a year and all of that. Like, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? That could be interesting. Um, I and could see that as being a very valuable get for Sony. I could see that being leave a big that deal. Final Fantasy fourteen alone. People are going to freak out. Oh, they'll lose their minds. Well, no. I mean, as long you as know, you can still play it. Love on, it at the moment. If you can still play it on PC and PlayStation, I don't think they'll care where it goes. Yeah, it doesn't actually change anything for the. Who, who knows either. what kind of like we don't know who's buying what, so who knows what kind of a rational reaction people, you know, they're like that, that people are going to have about an acquisition of Final Fantasy fourteen. Fair so. point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, get I wouldn't bet. Do. Bobby Kotick will, will buy. <laughs> I will not we'll bet buy, on buy Square Enix. <laughs> I will not bet on Rational. Is I don't think that will happen if this gets announced. <laughs> I will say this, uh, Jeff Keeley. What if? What if? Here's a what if. What if this all came down to? It turns out um, the Home and Garden Channel is buying the Game Awards or something dumb like that. What if? Oh, what well, if that then happened? Then he what? loses his credibility, right? I mean, that's a that's a that's bad. Yeah. You know, he, he's he's an insider enough that he would know how that's going to play. You'd think so. He, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Maybe it's Hideo Kojima buying the BG. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. They're, they're yeah. buddies. Or maybe, they're just getting, maybe they're just getting married at this point. <laughs> yeah, Guillermo del, del, del Toro will, like, officiate the wedding or something. These, yeah. All these buddies. He put a ring on it, everyone. Uh, Jeff and Hideo, Hideo um, walk in the aisle. Is it Hideo? I always said Hideo. Is that wrong? I don't know. I think it's Hideo, but I don't know. I think it's Hideo. Okay. I always said Hideo. Hideo. I'm sure Hideo's wrong. Uh, video um, killed the <laughs> video <star>. killed the <laughs> <laughs> Or Hideo uh, killed the video star. There you that's, go. That's Nailed it. Uh, also, Game Pass will students uh, stop taking money from inactive accounts. I have to think Bo likes this idea, right? You're into this. So this was news last week, but I forgot to put it in. I got tweeted this so many times after my rant on the show. They're like, hey, dude, (laughs) Blizzard, or well, I guess that's true. But Microsoft is doing this thing where they're going to, and I think it's, they're bending to legislation in the UK UK, that I think is looking at this overall. Mm -hmm. I think they're just getting out in front of it. Like, yeah. Mm. It's a favorable thing. I can't say a bad thing. Good guy Phil Spencer continuing to be the Superman of video games. Uh, you know, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. I, I don't really have a negative thing to say about it. I just know the rules are not really going to cover my you know situation. If I log in and play Skate Three for an hour, I'm bold, right? Like I, I have to have <laughs> yes. the discipline to not you actually not use it. And, yeah. and so they're like, oh, we got you with the Skate Three clause." Then it's like, well. Yeah. I should stop using that because I did pony up the five dollars and I just bought Skate Three so I can just play it with oh. Game Pass. But, oh, good! But um, it was on sale. Well. It was it was less than that. I think it was like three dollars. Yeah. So I actually own it. But you know, whatever. If I I just I'm like, I'm not likely to forget that I have Game Pass. I forget other subscriptions that I have. Sure. But, um, but I feel like 
yeah, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. I Great. agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think the sure. fact that they, well, part of it is pressure from the European Union. They have kind of some I mean, bigger, that. they have bigger rules about this, but um, I wish, I think everybody should do it. Problem is a lot of places, and I don't know the Game Pass is one of them, but a lot of them, their entire model doesn't hinge on it, but it definitely benefits from people who just lapse and forget. Um, which is your I mean, point two weeks ago than when you were complaining it, about it. It depends how you think about these things, right? If you're like, you have to earn a dollar, then it is a big deal. But some, there are those among us that are so, I guess, flush with money, even if on a middle class level, that that stuff doesn't really bother them that much. They're like, I'm happy to support the company. Yeah. yeah. You know, like we live in that age too. And I could find, I could pick that apart. But at the same time, you know, I support people on Patreon and I don't really pay attention. And when I think about it, I'm like, I should unsub. No, I'll keep, you know, I like uh, Into the Nexus. I haven't been playing a lot of heroes. So I haven't listened a lot to the show. But I still toss them a dollar every month. Yeah, I do too. Um, because yeah. I like them. Yeah, so if someone were to say that about Microsoft or whatever, then like, you know, who might argue it's their money? But yeah. I wonder if uh, they're going to, they, they probably warn us, right? They send you an email, like things have been active for a certain amount of time and you get an email going, hey, we noticed you haven't played in a while. We're going to take you off payment unless you mean to stay on or whatever. And then you, because I don't want to get taken off w- without notice either. Like I don't want the other extreme where I'm just suddenly don't have Game Pass and I don't know why just because I didn't play for a month. Um, so I'm, I'm sure they'll do that, right? They have to do that. Yeah. They notify yeah. you. So, and I anyway. think that's like it really comes up with Twitch, right? Because like I've subbed to some channels and I'm like I've let it lapse. I've not watched a channel, yeah. and I'm like I guess I'm okay still giving them money, you know, because I'm supporting them. So, but and sometimes I'm just like I don't know. Like, because the, the rewards are tied in, right? Like, if you're a 12 month subscriber, you get a different badge. And it's, I don't want to be judgy about it because some people just like that. And I think it's okay for them to like that. I just, but there is a sense of a company's not earning a thing. Uh, and, and in a lot of other industries, you know, for, I'm not giving Ford money unless they're actually giving me a car or something like that. So, you know, or the guy, the guy, the guy can't take the convenience store guy doesn't get money unless I buy a chocolate bar or a slushy from his store. Sure. So it seems a little like bullshit for the rest of the industries of the world that these <laughs> companies that can just to, kind of make money by squatting on your credit card information. Kinda. I did that to Bo for a long time. I gave him a lot of. A lot of money monthly. All right. Forgot to unsub. Then he started streaming again, and I logged in to watch it, and I got a. You've been subscribed for, you know, fifteen months, and I went, Jesus, cancel this. (laughs) Here, I have. Wait, I have footage of your reaction when you saw it. Hold on, it was right here. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you were. (laughs) You were very upset that day. Uh, By the way, I got a pronunciation of Hideo Kojima or Hideo. Let's hear how it says. I found it. Uh, Here we go. Take a second to run. Hideo Kojima. Kojima. Well, the part I thought I knew, apparently I didn't. And the part I wasn't sure about. So Hideo Kojima. That sounds more Japanese, doesn't it? Is it also like a, not Kojima Hideo because they read left to right? Uh, That's correct. Is that Chinese or is that? Korean does that, I know. Um, My brother brother Matt's Korean name is Lee Sung-soo and Lee is his last name. Yeah. Or, or oh, maybe that's be. not the case for Japanese. You're probably right. I'm probably yeah, I think they just do the normal thing. They don't like Koreans anyway. Let's hear it one more time. Hid- Hold on. Here we go. Come on. Play. Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Kojima. All right. Hideo Kojima. I will remember this. Scott will remember this. Says up in the corner on my <laughs> Fallout game I'm playing. 
Um, (laughs) All right. What else we got here? Uh, I hate that one. Let's do this one. Lost Ark launching. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't get this thing with Nintendo and and freaking soundtracks. Who gives a shit? Sure. Whatever. They're just being Nintendo. They're just being Nintendo and they make me mad and I wish they wouldn't be this way with their music. Lost Ark launching at version three instead of version one includes three new zones on February 11, 2022. That's like right around the corner. And I forgot how yep. I was hyped, and then I wasn't, and now I am again. Yeah, so I just put it here really as an excuse to talk about Lost Ark, because I didn't play it, but it's coming out next Friday. I'm taking some time off of work Oh, look at oh. you to play this game. This is a fun game. This is a hype-worthy game. I'll probably stop playing Valheim for this game, or I'll end up just playing Valheim. We'll see how it goes. But <laughs> um, Are you worried about... Uh, I'm stoked. Uh, this is an MMO launch as well as being an action RPG. It has damage numbers, so I can see how much damage I'm doing to things. POE. Um, but aren't and, you, aren't uh, you worried? We talked about this before. Are you worried about the free-to-play stuff? And there, you were bummed oh, yeah, by some of that. It's definitely going to be a silly free-to-play. Like I, I'm definitely putting myself in the hmm in that sort of category of like there, i have to have a maybe put a post-it up or a reminder on the wall about the value i'm getting for the time i'm playing when i'm doing like really incrementally dumb grindy stuff if yeah. it gets to that yeah but i mean the good news is, is that that game's been actually out since 2014 i think um so there's a lot of content that just needs to be local like there's work that needs to be done but it's done um so, you know, it's a little easier to step away. Like when you know a WoW expansion's coming, you're not grinding for gear anymore. Like, you know, you kind of like when you're early in the expansion, you're like, I got to get the loot. I want to get into the raids. You got me do this. But like when you and I've done this like sub towards the end of an expansion. And I guess it was maybe even um, that might have been mists for me when Timeless Isle was a thing. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like loot everywhere. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to spend a lot of time getting loot because uh i think was warlords was coming next as hyped for warlords i think came after so you know i was like i'm not gonna grind out a bunch of stuff because warlords is coming so i kind of feel like maybe this game might hit that sweet spot of like yeah you know i'm not gonna grind because like all this gear is gonna be irrelevant soon you know so i'll just play it and and then you know yeah be out so yeah there's still a lot of disturbing shit in this game though uh, you can buy clothing for the NPC quest givers, which I think is. We'll see. I might rage quit that game. I mean, we'll see how it goes. But <laughs> the, the the action RPG, like it's 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 a solid it's a solid action RPG experience. Yeah, I'm excited. Just legit, like the cinematic moments. If anything, it makes me excited for Diablo Four. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, because. This game's been around for a while. There are people at Blizzard who definitely played Lost Ark, you know, the Korean version of Lost Ark, or maybe the Russian. Like, they definitely have had access and under know about that game. Yeah. So if there's any cool ideas that they can bring to Diablo 4, and there are, in my opinion, especially the way the camera will pan down. Like, you'll go down to set an elevator or something, and the, it'll spin around and, like, do all this crazy stuff you've never seen. In, you don't even see in Path of Exile. Like, yeah. they go full-on cinematic. And there was a hint of that in the Diablo 4, you know, stuff where you, you go through walls and, like, the camera will come down. So this really is, like, taking ARPGs to the next level. It's just got the Korean MMO BS in it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a worthwhile experience to check out. So I'm excited. All right. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm stoked. Jimbo or John, and, you know, you- it gets my Final Fantasy 14 energy out because everything looks Final Fantasy 14-ish without having to 
you know, I'm not, I'm not really that, that into the hot bar combat, you know, thing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I've it's done a different that a lot, style but, of combat. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Without saying anything judgmental, because I don't think it deserves it. It's a very fun no, no, game, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the mood for that kind of thing. Kind of with you. Um, yeah. I have but, the same problem. Uh, yeah. ARPG, I'm definitely uh, very ripe. John, you going to play that? You ripe for it too? I'm excited for it. Yeah. I, I bought one of the packs. I have it. I did get in and try it during its little beta. Um, I kind of was in the opposite of, of Bo's camp. Again, it's not a condemnation of the game. It's a, it's a, you know, not for me. I didn't love how it played. Mm. Um, and, but I, to say that with authority, I spent very little time with it, but they have a thing where you can try the class you want to play. And so they give you kind of like a higher level version of that class to just start fighting some enemies. And I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't think I like how this plays. And then I was like, I should keep going and like start and build up to this. I'm sure I would like it if I was building up to this. Like it was the MMO equivalent of like, they give you all your abilities and you're like, Oh, what happened to my hot bar? It's crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I bet if I got there organically, I'd feel differently about it. But, uh, you also get I more abilities the baby... than they, they show you in that trial too. Yeah. Like I you feel high powered, but, um, Oh, what? No, I, I the baby woke oh. up and I was like, I'm gonna stop playing, and I didn't oh, okay, back okay. to it because I yeah. didn't like how it felt. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> just ironically, there's a user in chat room called Lord Moisty who asked us <laughs> if we're trying to play Lost. Wait Dark. a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> there's a few things going on here. Did Lord, <laughs> like, did Lord that feels Lost like Dark. a troll account. Right yeah. there. <laughs> he follows. He he he's a prime. He's subs to the channel with his prime sub. I'm sure he's a great individual. Just is. I'm just saying, it's did he change too many it things today? Are going on with that name, it feels like destiny. That's crazy. I promise, I'm not. A, no, we don't think you're a troll. I'm just saying, is that your name? Did you you didn't change it for this, or didn't do something weird, right? Because we just had a whole thing about the word moist. Oh man, that's yeah. nuts. And then we are talking about Lost Ark. It was just, I'm like, are we, anyways. Yeah. What is, well, what is real? Each yeah. of us has individually said, I'm excited to play it. So, you know, yeah. Lord Moisty, yeah. if you haven't heard the first part of this uh, show tonight, make sure you check it out because your namesake is a big topic earlier. Okay. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Um, so yeah, Lost Ark. I'm super stoked. Like I'm not, I'm not going to evangelize this game and say everyone must play it, but I just think, um, I think there's going to be a lot of depth to, there's a talent system in there. There's no cost. To, it's very Diablo three in the sense there's no cost to switch out your runes. Um, Good. and then you build like the best build you want. The only thing I'm not sure about is just the way gear works. Gear feels very like best in slot incremental versus Diablo's, you know, mix and match and make something cool with what you got. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm not letting that deter me. I think it's still going to be a fun game. I'm excited. And there's, ra- there's dun- dungeons and raids, so there's multiplayer content in that game, which is also yeah, the MMO part. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. And there's I'm, like some yeah. crazy ass like there's some crazy ass. I watched a video. There's a 40 minute boss fight that it's just hard to describe. Like it has all kinds of stuff you got to dodge. It has shields you got to break. It has like seven phases. Like this is very high end content and what's in Korea, but like. It's got some crazy ass raid, like ten player raids, MMO style raids where people have to do what they, you know, do the things they have to do, and, and it's very challenging stuff. So it's it's like of interest to me because I haven't played an MMO in a while, but it's an ARPG MMO, so that's like piqued my interest too. Yeah, I am. I'm. I'm legit excited to see how this plays out, and it is free to play. You'll be hearing a lot more about this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and this got, game will definitely push me because it doesn't run the best, let alone stream, even not streaming. Um, I 
put this for later, but I'll just say now. Last week I was like, I have a fourth gen i7. It's actually a first gen. <laughs> it's like among the first i7s ever made. Basically, I looked at my device. It's an okay, thing. chip though. So, it's all right. So it's not bad. It's a processor. It works, but you know, on, on high end games, I do get the sub thirty frames sometimes on certain games, and I'm pretty sure it's not a graphics card issue. I'm pretty sure it's a your PC is a you know. It's the equivalent of a hundred-year-old centennial. Like, you know, it's like, oh, this game's a little too fast for me there, Sonny. I'm only going to give you 20 frames. Yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely a bit of that going on with this one. So I'm. this may definitely be the, because I really want to play Lost Ark in all its glory. This is going to be high incentive for me to, to upgrade. Can you get, do you just maybe think of something? Do you think you can get a grandma voice for like echoes and like your series and things? I'd love that. I'd love like a caring grandma voice for my, my digital voice assistants. Yeah. Like, like a deep, oh, just a, like a, a skin pack. Just like, audio oh, skin pack. hello. I, it, uh, your Amazon wish list has uh, come up empty or do you want me to, you know, like I would just like my echo more if she talked like that. <laughs> Yeah. I would yeah. go ahead and order that for you, and you just <laughs> sit back. I'll take care of it. Yep. Hire John to do it. It's I'll perfect. Do it. Yeah, have John do it. I'm in. I'm in. This is a great idea. Funny. Somebody make that voice pack. Or Gosh Google, dang it. Yeah, make a make that voice pack. Oh, well, what an and awesome thing. And they should make those voice packs for Metaverse. Like, why do I have to speak using my own voice? If they could have a way for me to deep fake oh, my own dude, voice. Oh, dude, in the catfish future, none of us have to look or sound at all like we think we really look. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah, we this can guy. Look like old, old women. We can. <laughs> I interviewed somebody who's like a notable person in the world, and their avatar uh-huh. looks nothing like that person. Like, they, yeah. they went the other direction in every feature. The hair is not the same color. It's it's done in a way that is nothing like his real life hair. Nothing about this guy was real. And he's somebody who you can easily verify because he's like a public figure. So I think that's like the accepted thing in VR. Everybody gets to be whatever the frick they want to be. And just All like right. we are now. Well, just like we get to do an avatar with like, you know, John will put Sylvanas on his avatar or whatever he does. Yeah. Um, but I think now yeah, you have well, a can basically on Basically, it be Sylvanas, but, right? But you need oh the voice pack to fulfill it. You don't want to look like Sylvanas but sound like John. No offense. Yeah, hi, everybody. You know. I hate trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, you want all that right. sweet echo and that undead feel. Yeah, everybody wants a good echo and a dumb and an undead feel. I know that for sure. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, hey, you guys! I know what I want. I, I want a their Martha review of something. How about that? Oh, quick here though. I got a tease for tomorrow's instance. So tomorrow on the instance, you notice we didn't bring it up today. Sometimes you think we think we would bring up, but uh, World of Warcraft, aka Blizzard, announced that they are finally doing something that I think a lot of us have asked for for years and years and years. And now I don't care if I'm not playing, but we kind of care because I think it's an interesting change and it also makes you think about what other games could do. Anyway, they're going to add a horde and alliance, uh, basically multi-faction rating and competitive multiplayer. In other words, you can go do a 25-man raid with a mix of horde and alliance characters uh, starting, I think, the next patch. And that's a big deal. So uh, the instance is going to talk about that tomorrow. Tune in and find out what we think about that and a whole bunch of other commentary around it. Uh, that's tomorrow on the instance, which you can find at the instance.net. I wanted to get you guys to give you like your quick on it. So John flash take. Did you always well, want this? It, now it's it finally feels here. Like, it feels like I'm stealing my answer from uh, Taliesin um, and Evatel because they were very public about this, but I happen to agree with them wholeheartedly, which is this is great. I'm all for it. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed that it didn't happen sooner. 
because at the at the end of BFA, we had the big like the war's over. You get an achievement. Yeah. You get a veteran of the whatever flipping war that we're on. Yeah. Like you, you like it's done. Like that would have been the perfect time to do this. Instead, we're doing it because sub numbers are down. It yeah. just feels a little feels a little. What are you putting? over? Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Wrong gif. No, there, it's, it's hoist. It's hoist. <laughs> is that hoist? Is his name it's hoist? Autobot hoist? I'm pretty sure okay. it's a generation one transformer. For listeners, hoist. for listeners, you can't see this stuff. I didn't mean to do it, but I have a gif I was trying to use for John that shows the the can on your head. This is not the right gif. Anyway, this is I didn't know you had hoist. a name. It rhymes with moist, so it's like, oh no, actually he's not hoist. Damn it, hoist what is, is a it? different one. What there is, is a transformer, but it's a it's a green guy. What's this guy's he's name with a- the with the wiener? What's his, what's his name? <laughs> I mean, hoist is a perfect name for this transformer. Yeah, I got a wrong transformer. What is he? A caterpillar? Well, he's got. So for those at home who can't see crane. this, crane, crane. I mean, he's a kind of, he's a yeah. character with a big crane on his crotch where his wings should be. Grapple, grapple. <laughs> he, he uses he, he grapple like he, he's going to grapple somebody with his uh, crane crotch. His crane wing. Crane dong. Yeah, crane, crane dong, dong is nasty. Anyway, sorry. You should have called him Crane Dong. That's a better name. Uh, grapple. But I, I, but good points all around there, John. Bodie, is this anything you care about? Cross. Uh, pretty much the same. Well, no, but I mean, you know, it's it's good. It makes narratively it makes sense, right? You team up for a lot of stuff. Why the hell not? Yeah, why not? Um, and Let's I don't do see it. A, I know there are people who like well, it's PvP, but I mean, it, it, the only thing that I would say is, and you probably talk about this in depth, is is it a sign of dwindling sub numbers? Because in my history as an MMO player, whenever servers, realms, or any shenanigans of that thing happen, it usually means it's a consolidation move to ensure, you know, greater. Um, a better live service for whatever it is. And that could just be tinfoil hat in this case mm-hmm. because Blizzard has still tons of realms, but it might be a shadowy way of maybe just a way to signal like, yes, there's lower population numbers. So we have to find solutions yeah. and less of a, it can be marketed as like, a, Oh, you know, this is a good thing. Cross faction and peace and love. Yeah. But, um, you know, but it'd be interesting to know to think like, is this a sign of dwindling player numbers? And I think that's we expect the case. more of this in the future, unless they have a big win. And I hate to say it, but I really do think that's what it is. I could be, you know, I could be wrong. John could be wrong, but I don't know. Feel I mean, whatever. It's, okay. it's fine. Everything's ephemeral. Ephemeral. Everything's ephemeral. It's fine. You know, if it makes I the service better. I showed up because you ordered cookies from Amazon. But fine. If you're going to talk like that, I'm going to go back to my house and eat them on my own. That's right. She woke me up in the middle of the night. Not her, <laughs> but the current Echo. Uh, my Echo. I don't know if you guys had any issues with this, but there was an outage. So they had like a whole Amazon wide outage of echo problems 11 45 mm. at night finally falling asleep wow. takes me forever to fall asleep this thing goes and it was turned up really loud and goes i'm sorry i'm having trouble understanding you right now <laughs> i'm like i'm not saying anything to you bag of shit i seriously kicked that thing off the side of my side table i was so mad irritated oh, me wow. so bad but that was apparently a thing oh yeah and i have these lights tied to it that are in my backyard that I turn on to take the dogs out to pee and then turn off again. Or if we're having a party out there or something, I'll have them on. They're like hanging lights. And I'll say a word, turn on lights. And this is how it works. Anyway, those are just for like 25 minutes. For 25 minutes, they're blinking on and off for no reason. No one said anything. They're just going, deet, 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 deet. I'm like, you are drunk. Go effing home. Piece of crap. But I also like wow. my echo. I'm not, I'm not dumping it. 
Give me the old lady voice to make up for it, Amazon, and then we're friends again. Yeah, like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting old. Oh, it's just, you know, sometimes. I mean, I would I would be much easier for me to forgive my Echo if she talked like that. That's all I'm saying. I'm experiencing an error. I've decided to turn off and on your lights to let neighbors know you might not be able to order more of our products. <laughs> she did it as a, a signal. That's good. Even better than what I uh, thought. All right. Hey, John, be ready. Be prepared because time for us to do a Dear Martha Steam review. Yeah, that's right. Uh, We do these every week. And this one should be fun because it's a review for Castlevania Advance Collection, which you can play on Steam. So basically a collection of the uh, Game Boy Advance versions of the Castlevania games that came out for the Advance available on Steam, which seems incre- inc- uh, crazy to me, but there they are. What a time we live in. Yeah, it's Incredible. really crazy. I bought these on, uh, I, I don't think I told you, I bought this on uh, Switch and have yet to play it. I meant to and I haven't yet, but I did buy it. It was on sale or something, so anyway. Here it is. The Dear... Oh, is this anything special, John? I have to just... Uh, nah, just okay. a regular one. Is this a regular old one? Alright, here we go. Yeah. Enjoy. My dearest Martha, I present to you now my review for Castlevania Advance Collection. Martha, God, I miss being a kid and being happy. <laughs> Yours in this life and the next. Angie B. <laughs> really? That is sad. I feel bad for this person. I mean, you know, nostalgia has a way of doing this, but gosh dang it. What, 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 did they give it a positive review? Or? Well, with the yeah, music, they gave too. It a recommended. Oh, well. The music made it hit, you know, the right way. Yeah. Like, oh. This one did hit different. That's amazing. All right. Well, that's I was one of my expecting uh, something unintelligent and appropriate. Yeah. Instead, I just got, oh, yeah, I know that feeling. I think that might be my favorite one in a long time. That's a really. I genuinely one. laughed out loud when I got to it. It yeah. made me laugh, and I was like, "Oh, it's so short," but it was just—it made me laugh so much I had to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Well done. All right, now the time you've been waiting for. What have we been playing? I'll tell you right now that I played a weird grouping of games. Um, I had another weird week where I didn't have a ton of time to do kind of what I wanted to do when I when I wanted to do it. So it's kind of all over the place, but. Um, I got back into ESO. That new expansion has me hyped. and uh, even high the, islands? High isles, yeah. And it doesn't come out until June. So it's a ways off, but it got me to thinking about, wow, there's a bunch of stuff I need to finish up. I want to get in. You know, I kind of got excited about it. I'm having a hard time getting excited about Final Fantasy right now. I just, I get in, I'm around for a while. I feel like Bo a little. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to Why did do you it. share a picture of the vampire guy from Final Fantasy? Oh, Where did that come from? Somebody on Twitter po- posted it. And I couldn't get oh. over the idea that it had glasses on. I yeah. couldn't get over that. What is- <laughs> I just that confused me because I was like, I don't think Scott's playing right now. And then all of a sudden, you sent me a picture of like current end game bosses, and I was like, What the hell is Scott doing right now in the game? Yeah, no, it, yeah, he's got glasses on. <laughs> I you didn't uh, like those glasses. Well, what? I just don't understand why a vampire Evil people can't have vision problems, Scott. Why do they have them in the fantasy place? It's a fantasy they, world. People need to be able to see. Why can't he use his magic to fix his eyeballs instead of having to wear corrective lenses? Work that way, Scott. Does he ever go? I will destroy. Harry Potter wore glasses. Nobody said shit. But, but he the go, same reason why Picard is bald. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no. Right? Okay, like they imagine this. Other aliens all the time, and he's like, you know, I really could have a head of hair but you got this really you got this really intense 
<laughs> vampire guy who's like, my power is more... Hold on a second, there's a smudge. Okay, I can see now. Anyway, I'm going to destroy the world with my magic. Give me a break. It just doesn't work. I hate it. Glasses on fantasy characters? What the frick, dude? It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. That's so weird. Anyway. You know, all right, I mean, I don't, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not entirely wrong. Uh, you know, it's the fantasies usually... Oh, there's all kinds of fantasies, though, right? Like, it's this isn't like Middle Earth fantasy. This is like shopping mall fantasy, uh, you know, where people have like crazy outfits that don't make sense and stuff, you know, like. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. That, that didn't really help. That didn't really Not help. really. No. <laughs> didn't really move the meter for Scott whatsoever. I should have just thought. Our so next uh, D&D campaign, I'm going to be a fantasy character with glasses for sure. <laughs> That's your plan? You're going <laughs> to yep, do that? Just to annoy Scott. The same reason that uh, Stanley was a fancy lad and, you know, very prim and proper to annoy Scott. Next one's going to wear glasses just to annoy Scott. Fantastic. Cannot wait to be the subject of... Or not the subject. I cannot wait to see the subject of your of your. You're gonna uh, call him Troll choices. McGlasses. Yeah, <laughs> and Troll McGlasses. Trolly McGlasses. F and Muriel or whatever. All right, whatever. You're you're allowed to not like something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Totally, I am. I, I'll admit it's an interesting choice, but he stands out in the line of vampires because he's the one with glasses. That's true. All I'm saying is, for whatever reason, I just can't be motivated. So I decided to get back into ESO because I'm feeling motivated there, and I'm liking it. I saw some really cool dragons. And it reminded me about uh, this dragon and how much cooler their dragons are. And so there was that. Uh, What else did I play? I played. Oh, I got into. So spent a lot of time in VR for these interviews and stuff, which is taking. It took a lot of my time, which is why I haven't played a ton of other stuff. But I was in there and uh, people can make their own stuff in that game or in that world. So you can go to their creations by going through these portals and there's people to build. And, you know, like I said, or like I was talking about in pre-show, there's a, there's nightclubs and comedy clubs and restaurants and someone makes a replica of their home and just invites people in there and, you know, all these kind of things. And a lot of them have games in them and different like mechanics and shooting each other, flying and all that. And I went into this one that was just supposed to be an arcade and it was awesome. It's basically an arcade with the ugly carpet and everything um, all these machines, they're fake machines. So like instead of Pac-Man, it's called uh maze gobbler, but it's <laughs> that's basically it's fantastic. By the way, corn game. Well, maze is corn, right? Oh, maze. Oh, I get it. Well, that's not bad. Let's see what you did. They didn't spell it like the maze, uh, the, the other maze, but, uh, they call it maze gobbler and it's still the iconography is very like, here's a yellow thing with a pie slice out of it. It looks like Pac-Man and here's a ghost on the side. But what's cool is there's literally a quarter on there and it's, it's twinkling. You pick up the quarter with your little VR hand, grab it. And then you insert it into the slot and it goes to ding and up comes a screen with a play button. So I thought, Mm. Oh, I'll just stand here and move sticks and be in this virtual arcade playing a virtual game. No, you hit the button and it teleports you into a giant maze where you put on a Pac-Man helmet, put it on your head, literally snaps to your head and you put it on. Now you're looking outside the mouth of a Pac-Man. You see all the yellow around it. And you go through this maze avoiding ghosts, AI ghosts, while you eat all these floating cookies that look like dots. But you do it in first person and you have three lives, just like Pac-Man. You're trying to clear the whole thing. You get a score. There's a leaderboard that's always there for who's done the best forever. And you're in this big maze space until you lose and then it poops you back into the arcade because now you're done because you lost. It was all, you know, 
the scripting is written by the, the person who created all of this. They're doing it in the world. So you don't do this outside on some computer. They make this, this object-oriented scripting stuff in the world. And they built effing Pac-Man, mm. called it uh, Maze Gobbler, and I had a blast. <laughs> I was literally Maze Gobbler. That's I can't really stop dumb. chuckling at it. It's good. They had a they had a Tempest game that was similar, uh, not Tempest, uh, Tetris rather. That was like it was called like I forgot the name, Falling Geometry or something. Falling <laughs> Geometry. It's like that, you know, where they're trying to not trying not to get in like copyright yeah, trouble, it's but the no name yeah. brand of the video game essentially. Yeah. But what's cool is this thing also has a functioning air hockey table that works. You grab the air hockey stick and. This thing has physics, and I, I played that with my daughter once, and she has a Quest 1, I have a 2, and we did that together. And then there's a basketball hoop, you know, those kinds in arcades where you just shoot them over and over and try to get the high score, and they keep pumping them out until the timer runs out. They have one of those. It was awesome. So I just wanted to hats off to whoever made that. That was cool. And uh, I'll probably go back hmm. in there because it was rad. It was, you know, it's also a little janky and kaluji and whatever, but that's part of the charm, you know? Yeah, that's part of the deal. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. Yeah. But that's that's where <laughs> that's, that's where. And I, you have the quest. This is on your quest two. Yeah, doing this? Like, yeah, it's on the yeah. quest two, which is right here. By the way, I'd like to make a recommendation. Uh, uh-huh. If you get a quest two, that's the white one. The black one's the quest one. They don't have multicolors for each one. But anyway, uh, I bought the extra strap that is actually hardware, like plastic strap. And the reason I did that is that I guess it works like the PlayStation VR, which I don't have. Um, but the idea is that it has a screw in the back where you can. Oh, it fastens to your head. Yeah. Better. And it's yeah. so much better. This should be standard. And I'm annoyed that it isn't. It was only an extra 30 mm. bucks or something, but it's so much better, especially if you're going to work out a lot. There's a lot of fitness stuff on this device and all that movement makes it move more. But with this, oh, I appreciate just, knowing that because I'm oh. probably going to get a quest at some point. Like that's on the. It's on my to-do list. I, I definitely want to. I want to join the metaverse. You'll. I think. I think you'd like it. It's some. Cool yeah. Stuff no. There. I'm like. There's a whole bunch. There's a whole cadre because I look at the VR games and I'm like, mm-hmm. there's this whole cadre of gaming experiences that I'm not like not. Yeah. Not seeing, and I'm like, it's not that expensive to get a quest. Like, it's really you know, yeah. you just even dabble in it if it's you're not going for high. F- I'm assuming Valve's offering might be more high fidelity, but yeah. Quest seems like the way to go. Anyways, I'm yeah. exci- thanks for that information. Yeah, no That's- problem. I also found a fishing game I fell in love with. I've talked about it in years past. So I'm not going to worry about it now, but I forgot that I had it, and they've updated it for the new one, so it's you know much prettier and all this. And I sat up in bed next to my poor wife who's trying to sleep over here, and she's watching like a Seinfeld rerun. And I'm sitting up in bed, two controllers, headset on, fishing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Catching fish. Oh, my gosh. That's extremely obnoxious. Oh, horribly obnoxious. <laughs> Horrible. I feel so bad for Kim. It's super dumb. And, and she laughed. She thought it was hilarious because I just looked stupid. But she couldn't hear it because the way that the audio works is pretty good. It stays kind of isolated. And it's mostly just me moving. And they, they have an option to actually turn, you know, grab and turn like the... What is that? Whatever that the reel to pull yeah. in the fish, or you can just assign it to the trigger button to to sort of hold it until the fish starts to struggle, and then let off a little, and then hold it. So I did that, so it wouldn't bugger as much because okay. otherwise okay. it's going to be doing That's this. Different. I'm just picturing you in bed next to her, just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's super... I guess it's hard to look cool in VR. Like even if you're just staring at a screen, like we watch people on Twitch and they're just like, oh yeah, no, it's but the like, worst. VR is like because you so you're like. You got your mouth agape the whole time. Oh, what a wonderful world. But you probably just look so ridiculous. It's super. You know, dumb. like 
Yeah. You look dumb no matter what. That's the rule with this yeah. thing. So it'll be better when we're all in there because then we can't see what each other's doing in real life. And maybe that's weird yeah. too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. The other thing I was going to say about that was, oh, that game is called Bait, if anyone's looking for it. And I know that sounds funny too. Oh, of course. <laughs> bait. bait. Yeah. I'm yeah. baiting. If anyone says get off VR, I'll go, I'm baiting. That's what I'll say. Anyway, Bait Gobbler, the Pac-Man clone. Uh, before I move on to the final thing I played a bit of today, I don't have a ton to say about it because it's brand new, but uh, I just wanted to shout out Nurgle in the chat. Just said some really nice things about uh, Aww, Nurgle, about our community Nurgle. and about me, and it made me happy. So I just wanted to say thanks to Nurgle. That was really nice. I just want him to know I didn't miss it here on the show. That was super, super sweet. Anyway, moving down to this. Uh, Dying, Light, lie. <laughs> Dying Light 2 uh it came out uh well it comes out today today's the day i got a uh it's, it's technically called dying light to stay human i got a, a, pa- a press code i don't know even know why nice. but they sent me one that was really nice um i like that first game it's zombies so you know whatever you're some people may be so sick of zombies it won't matter what i say about this but dying light had a kind of a cool take on that whole thing it was a lot of parkour and you know, movement stuff and the first person view that you don't usually get with these games. And this is the long awaited for much delayed sequel to that. And uh, yeah, go ahead. This one's going to have four player multiplayer. It does. It has a bunch of co-op options that are kind of drop in, drop out stuff. Um, It just sort of, I don't know what to compare it to. I was going to say Dark Souls, but it's not quite the same. They're not Dark Souls. It sounds Gears super ambitious 3. and super good. I got a little scared away because this was a game I was actually really looking forward to. And yeah. I hope to hear more from you because um, a lot of the reviews I read have been very positive, but have also said that it has a lot of bugs and a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that it's really hard to quantify, right? Because like Scott, we experienced this with uh, Arkham Knight where... Yeah. It was everybody was complaining. Game doesn't run. Game doesn't work. You know, you can't can't even play it. And you and I happened to get lucky and we had zero problems with it. Oh, right. I just don't know if I'm willing to spend sixty dollars to find out if I'm lucky or not, because I really want like the the level of like ambition that they had for this game yeah. where like dramatic changes to the world based on what you do uh, was really exciting to me, even even though I'm kind of done with zombies like it sounded it sounded cool. It I, is. I really it is cool. It, I think so. it, almost every aspect of it feels better to me, with maybe one exception. But maybe the first game wasn't good at this either. But I think this. I shouldn't say the story. The story's fine so far. The acting is pretty bad. Hmm. Um, kind of right off the bat, uh, Troy Baker is is you. You're the, you're Troy Baker, and it's not ter- He's not terrible. It's that you feel like you're playing every game that Troy Baker ever was in again. Like he's just, right. it's just being Troy Baker again. Whereas, you know, when he played Joel in Last of Us, there was a nuance to playing Joel and he really nailed that. And it was a different performance. This feels like the same guy that was in Second Son. It feels like the same guy that was in a couple of those Call of Duties he was in. Like it's, this is just Troy Cat Baker. Says it's not Troy Baker. It is 100% Troy Baker. 100%. <laughs> Well, by chat I mean one person. So uh, you know, yeah. Right now it's one v one. Let me let me look it up to make sure because if it's not, I will be blown away that this isn't him. You said a hundred percent before you looked it up, Scott. That's yeah, dangerous. well, that's how confident I was. But let me let me just see. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Actor. Um, 
That has to be him. There's no way this isn't him. Oh, I can't find it. What's it called? What's the name of the damn game? Staying alive. Dying, no. What is dying light. Two, dying staying light. Alive. Dying. Yeah. Whoops. Dying light. Two. This is gonna. This is gonna piss me off if I'm wrong. But I'll admit it. I'm happy to if I'm wrong. Um. Well, I'll be damned. It's not him. It's Jonah Scott. Why does he sound just like him? When you hear this, you're not going to think I'm crazy. Here, uh, you know what? All right. <laughs> Dying Light 2, no commentary. All right, watch this. We're going to play a little of this, and you tell me that I'm... It's not me, is what I'm saying. Okay, here you go. Okay. Look at this. Turn this up a little bit. Some, skip ahead. Some exhibition. <laughs> Here we go. Almost there. Here we go. Okay, this other guy will talk to him first, and then he'll reply. You still got it. You know, this game used to be more fun. And you used to be younger. I'm dumber. Do you not? What matters is, you still just as fast. Because a slow pilgrim yeah, is a dead, a dead pilgrim. pilgrim. Yeah, I know, I know. Are you telling me that doesn't sound like him? It does sound a lot like him. I actually, oddly enough, I think it sounds more like Matt Mercer than it does Troy Baker, but they all kind of start to fall under that same yeah, kind of like sort of deep, breathy kind of delivery. But yeah. uh, no, it's, it sounds like him. I can see why you would have thought, but you, I'm just saying you went to 100%. I did. I went there too fast. I apologize. My bad. Um, so this guy sounds a whole lot like him, though. Um, it's weird to me. However... Uh, the, 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 the sentient point or salient point, not sentient, sentient would mean it has its own brain and is going to kill us, uh, is that it's, uh, quite good so far. I think the gameplay, uh, well, I'll, I'll say this, the, um, the parkour elements are borderline brilliant. They feel real good, like smooth and smart. And I know right where I want to go, even though the world's super complex, I, I'm just like, I'm going to grab that and go there and do this. And I do. Like you do, you, you end up in places that you think you can go and then you did. And then it also turns out there was a lot of other ways you could go, but you did and it was smooth and it felt good. The comparison would be like the first time you played Assassin's Creed one or two and you were like, man, climbing walls is good in this compared to games previous. It feels like that, but for parkour, just like a really smooth experience. You just use the D shoulder pad to do it and it feels great. Um, like I said, I think the acting's a little rough. Story seems fine. I'm too early to really say. Uh, there's some tropey stuff, but, you know, whatever. It's a video game. Um, the environments are beautiful. All that stuff looks great. And then you remember, oh, I don't think my ray tracing is turned on by default, so I'm going to go turn that on. This is on PC, by the way, is where I'm playing this. So I went in, turned on all the ray tracing options. Holy freaking shit. It's unbelievable on a 3080. I can't for other stuff and i'm even running it with dlss on plus all ray tracing options i'm still running at 60 plus i may be running at 120 i haven't checked the frame rate um every blade of grass has got light happening in like magical way it's insane it's insane ray tracing is is exactly what we all wanted it to be when it works it's a mind-blowing because it went from looking like oh this looks like a you know I don't know, God of War era 2018, best we can do on PlayStation kind of look to it. You turn yeah. that stuff on. Holy shit. Unbelievable. Blew my mind. 
beautiful so far. Anyway, so I'm playing that, and I'll have more to say about it next week. But so far, so good. Um, John, did you bounce yes. off Guardians? I'm going to be sad about this. What happened? I think I might have. Um, I had somebody tell me online that there was a way to turn down the amount of banter that they have between them, and I went through all the options and didn't see it. So didn't see I the think- bantometer? Yeah, I didn't see it, so I tried, and it didn't happen. And I was showing it off. I was actually doing it on stream. And somewhere between riding around on a giant spectral hand and listening to a Russian dog and all this stuff, I just realized that I didn't know what we were doing in the game anymore. And it was because I had gotten so good at tuning out the Guardians of the Galaxy that I no longer was following the plot. And so... We got to this section. It was like a, a series of really bad jokes that culminated in the thing that people have been using as an example for why Homer Simpson is so stupid and they lost track of his character, where Peter Quill goes up to a panel and Rocket's like, you got to turn the gravity off. And Peter's like, how do I do that? And he's like, well, what do you see? He's like, I got a cord here, but it could, I can plug it in blue or yellow. And he's like, well, whatever you do, don't plug it in green. And then Peter plugs it in green. Just no matter what you pick, he just does. Yeah. And then, it, oh, why'd you do that? And I was just like, God, I hate this so much. <laughs> I just, I can't stand any bit of this. And... I don't know why they're there. I don't know what they're doing. I'm well past the part. like, And it doesn't help that I'm at the part in the story where they've had their biggest like level of fight and falling out. Like People are actually like quitting the Guardians at this point, or quitting yeah. at this point. So like, I'm at ultimate unsufferable level with them, because now, instead of their regular banter, which I did an example of last week, now it's, I am Groot. Tell Quill that Groot says this because now Rocket doesn't want to talk to me. So now he needs someone else to relay his messages. So Groot says something. Rocket translates for someone else to tell me what's going on. And I'm just listening to this while I'm doing stuff that I have no idea why I'm doing it. Yeah. And I was just like. God, I don't want to play anymore this game. <laughs> I played it for like 15 minutes and then turned it off. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I have the will to go back. Like, I kind of want to because when it's good, it's really good. Yeah. But it is so bad. I just am. I'm hating the part of the game I'm in. There were some very cute puppies and a, a very cute dog. And that won me over for a little bit. Yeah. But. If somebody can tell me where that setting actually is, if it exists, I have a feeling someone just made that up. Then I'd be on board, but. Oh, I mean, oh, like man. a setting to cut down on chatter? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. I don't, if that exists, non-stop. I don't know where it is. Yeah. And none of it, like, if it was helping me get back to where the plot is, it might be useful because I've lost the thread. But I've lost the thread because I'm so busy trying not to hear what they're saying next to each other that I think I do miss the important things. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I find every character in that game pretty insufferable. <laughs> and uh, I love you know, it. I love it because I mean, I really like that about the, I like the banter. I said so last week. Um, I 100 percent can see why John doesn't like it, though. Like just knowing you as as 
much or little as I know you, I just think that that, that sort of thing would probably drive, drive you nuts, which I think is what I said in the beginning, which was, you know, I wasn't sure if you were going to like that or not, or if you get used to it or whatever. But clearly it's not, it hasn't won you over. So I was watching a video that Kyle did and in the video, he was talking about something unrelated, but he said that he was talking about a particular character and he said, this character kind of removes themselves from the central conflict and only comes in to keep the other characters from fighting all the time. Oh, he's talking about final fantasy. He's basically saying that's the purpose alpha note serves to the story. And I was like, yes, that is what this game needs because all the characters just fight with each other constantly. And there is no, like the closest you get to a voice of reason is Groot, but he has to get translated through rocket if Guardians had one character that just refocused everybody yeah. and kept them from bickering all the time, it would be way more palatable. Huh. I can see. I can totally see this. I I I feel bad that it's making you jump off because I don't know. I think there's more there, and you know, the funny, the irony is this one. You know, the awards for best writing, and it's the thing that's eating your cheese the most. I just think yeah. that's hilarious. It, it's just too much. Like it's not that it's bad writing. It's just too much of it. Like spread out or cut some of the lamer jokes. Like it just tries a little too hard. Just try a little less and mm. I, I would be okay with it. Mm. It just needs, it just needs a, a little less. Just to, like I said, if there is a genuine meter that just lets everybody shut up for a little bit, <laughs> I would probably love the hell out of this game, yeah, but it is go just, to their forums and submit that feedback. Yeah, just, I thought about I really thought about writing my second Dear Martha review on Steam and reading a review from me and, oh, nice. and posting it up on that. And it would have just been about like that game. <laughs> but I was like, it's going to be a hundred pages long of me complaining about this. Yeah, danger. it does exist in games. In Wild Rift, there's a you can turn off the verbo. You can make a verbose announcer or an announcer that doesn't announce every single thing. So yeah, yeah. it could it could happen. We have the technology. Yeah, and I think you could you could maintain the general tenor of the game and keep the jokes you want to keep and whatever without the constant conversation. <laughs> Just like the, the narratively important things and cut out the you yeah, know yeah. I think that's fine. The the, the pitter patter in the level, I guess. Ooh, hand sanitizer in the chat has a good point. I don't want to hear any John reviews that aren't that old lady voice. That would be the only way. (laughs) Yeah, just all all my game reviews will be in that voice. Really soften my edge on it. Uh, So I quit that uh, pretty quick on stream and I played Deathloop instead. Oh, Um, yeah, Deathloop. I finally got more time in that. And I think I still have the same problem that I had the last time with it, which is I think that game's really cool and I think that game's really good. I'm not 100% sure I'm in the mood to play it, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got this very specific thing it's asking you to do. And I'm having a hard time having the patience for it because it wants to, like, on paper, the concept is cool. You're in the span of a day... You have objectives that you need to go. They kind of give you an open world to play in. And if you die, you restart at the beginning of the loop, but you've acquired any knowledge about how the world works, where to go and what to do to carry into your next run. That's a neat idea, but it requires a lot of thinking and thought being put into stuff 
and I I think I'm in there. I mean, especially for me, because I always play stealthy, and I was playing run and gun, which maybe tells you everything about my patience level for being really thoughtful and cerebral about what I was doing. I was just like, ah, kick open the door, shoot everybody. That's the best way to play it. Yeah. Um, and I just I wasn't quite getting it. It wasn't doing a good enough job of clearly telling me where to go and what to do. And I was being a bad player and not looking into it properly. But the gameplay there is really fun. Um, I get why this game is getting so much praise because the the way it plays, the things you can do in it, uh, the multiple ways you can approach problems and things like that uh, is really neat. I got to a spot where there was clearly something behind this door that I wanted to open, but it required four batteries. And I had a feeling that there was like a series of puzzles I needed to solve and would be able to get a battery from each one and be able to plug it into the door. But I was like, you know what? I know where there are a lot of batteries. It just requires a little like running. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just brute force it. And the game totally let me do that. And then gave me an awesome gun for doing it. And then let me run around and use that awesome gun. But the problem is, is because I wasn't really paying attention to what the game was telling me to do. I then had no idea where to go with my awesome gun. Yeah. And I kind of got stuck. Yeah. So it's a game that wants you to do the reading. It wants you to read the the dossiers and plan out your day and plan out what you're going to do. And I don't think there's anything wrong with the game asking you to do that. I just, it's not for me at the moment. Yeah. It's the kind of thing I have to be a very specific mood for. That's partly why I'm nervous to finally start the Obradin game. What's the full name? Uh, Finding, oh, the return of the return Oberdin? of the Oberdin. Yeah, I've been wanting to play that because I got back into his Papers Please game, and I thought I never did play this follow up, and everyone freaking loved that and wouldn't stop talking about it. But it's one of those things you just described, maybe even more so. I gotta gotta pick up a lot of paper and read it, and yeah, you know, remember that I read this, and then oh right, I mean, you know, it's like, do I have the brain power for this right now? I don't know if I do. So I get it. I totally get that feeling. But yeah, that game is uh, uh, one I want to get back to as well at some point and play Deathloop myself. Uh, you finished Final Fantasy V. I thought you finished that last week, no? No, I was getting close. Okay. But I decided to I decided to finally finish it. I did. That's it. I don't really have a lot to say. It's a really good one. Yeah. Um, those pixel remasters continue to be awesome and highly recommended. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you've never played it, it's very different. Like a lot of those early Final Fantasies and... Uh, Six is coming out this month at some point. So Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. That's a big one because yeah. that's a lot of people's favorite. And it's probably one I've played the least amount of. So that one's going to be really exciting to me because it's almost 100% new. And by all accounts, <laughs> it's a super long campaign. Is it? Although I'm sure it'll be much shorter because of auto battling. But Oh, right. But is it? Uh, was that the first it's one? On, fantastic. Uh, was that still a SNES game? I don't remember. Yeah, that's okay. still yeah. SNES era. Final, but Final Fantasy three was it was just very epic in scope. <laughs> like, I would say, like it, without the auto battling, Final Fantasy seven was almost smaller in scope. I think interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm not actually sure, but Final Fantasy seven had a large scope, but like six is pretty involving. Without spoiling anything, it's 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 got a lot of a lot of a lot of game in it. Uh, it's Satan Slurpee. The way it works in those, I John, correct me if I'm wrong. He's asking about menu combat. You still have all the options to do manual combat you want, but you can turn on a you know a mode that basically 
does the grindy combat for you and you can yeah, so interrupt any time right and just take the over the auto battler yeah you press a button it basically goes into fast forward so it speeds up the game and basically as far as the menu goes you will just execute whatever command you did last yeah so it speeds up the random encounters like if you get into a fight where all you do is like i'm going to tell all four of my characters to attack yeah and that's all I'm going to do. And they're overpowered for the area they're in. So there's no reason for me to do magic or have to be tactical or anything like that. So you just play with that turned on. And as a result, your characters will just attack nonstop. But you still do have to be tactical. If you get into like a big fight where, you know, you need to be doing other things. The auto battler isn't smart. It's not going to know to heal you or anything like that you have to still input those commands and play as normal. It just speeds up repetitive choices. Right, right. That makes sense. I think that's been, I haven't heard anybody complain about that. People like it. No, it's, it's a really, especially because nice you can turn it off entirely if you want. So it's not like you have, yeah, to you can, it. you don't ever have to turn it on. It's a completely optional thing. All right. Well, more on six next week. Uh, Bo still cranking it in uh, Valheim iron age. Yep. Ooh, what do you, what do you got going there? Well, it just means I have iron ore, so it sort of represents the type of metal you get is the sort of progression, I guess. So now that I'm mining iron, I have iron armor rather than bronze armor. And yeah, I'm still messing around in the swamp. That's fun. You, uh, but uh, I've been know. playing a lot with Mike and Crofton, yeah. so it's been a lot more of a, it's been more often a multiplayer deal. And it's just insane. This is this, Valheim's the real metaverse, honestly, because... <laughs> Um, you know, like we played last night and everyone's like, okay, I'm going to bed. And I was like, oh, okay. So I stayed in and our first shack where we've moved to the main cabin still existed and we were using it as an armory, but I'm like, but it doesn't look proper. So I tore the whole thing down and built the proper barn. And that took two hours. I was like, I should be going to bed. Um, so I just, it really is the metaverse and it's camping metaverse in the sense that, you know, it's fun to build buildings you need for your camping trip out to the forest to get iron and slay monsters yeah um so i I just i've been getting endless enjoyment out of this game it feels like the way you would want an mmo to work yeah but would never work so you only get the small multiplayer because i mean it's so much fun cutting down trees because the trees fall and then they're gone and but you can replant the trees like you have a lot of agency it's not that it's open world it's that there's a lot of molding of the world that you can do. And then yeah. other people can see you mold the world. Yeah. Like in a way that I, I, I don't, I question it's not that it won't be available in something like a metaverse or something, but it has these game rules of like, you're in a forest. So it's cutting down trees and processing ore, and like when you dig out a pile of rock, it's gone forever. You know, like it, there's this kind of sense that there's this organic persistence to the world that matters to more than just you, but to the people you're playing with that playing multiplayer gets really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I've been really enjoying this experience quite a bit. And honestly, it's the game's not fully out yet. And I'm like, Oh, you guys, I don't want to run out of content, release all the stuff. Yeah. Give it all to you now. Um, cause there, I, there is a, there is an objective, right? Is mastering the next biome, defeating the next boss. So everything also has a meaning, I guess, which is, so these games often don't they leave it to you for the meaning, but I like that there's some some structure. To you it. ever had a uh, you ever had a tree kill you? Does that happen to me? 
I got yeah, killed by I've a had tree. a tree fall on me for sure. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, I've had I've had lots of stuff. I, I fell off. I was doing roofing, and then I didn't eat any food, so I just jumped off the ladder and died. That happened last night. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's and then I lose five percent of my skills. Like, there's no cost to doing that. It's not just like, oh, you died. Ha <laughs> It's like, oh no, I've lost levels in the stuff I was working on. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So you got to be careful when you're roofing. That's the lesson. In but it doesn't of, feel so punishing that I'm like, don't want to play. I'm like, whatever. It's just a couple percent points less of damage. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Ziggurat says they're pretty close to being done. Maybe a couple more biomes. That's what I heard as well. So I think they're close. This um, game. No, there's still quite a bit. Uh, so the one thing is that like this released a year ago. Has it been a year? There's been Jeez. updates, but there's been no new biomes. So the Mistlands are coming soon. There are three missing biomes, I think, at this point. Yeah. The Mistlands, the Deep North, and the Ashlands, which yeah. is the southern part of the map. Yeah. The map is huge, by the way. It is humongous. Yeah. yeah. It is ginormous. Like, it, it, the, the actual procedurally generated play area is, like, massive. Yeah. It reminds um, me, that part reminds me of an MMO, too, because it just yeah. it seems like the scope is that big. You know? I mean, it's more massive than an MMO would be because an MMO on some level wants you to be able to get to your quest hubs and do things. Like, this is just like, no, no, it's the actual size of, like, a planet. Like, yeah. It, it, like, <laughs> they're not really, con- you know, they're not really concerned about you getting to quest hubs because there are no quest hubs. It's just endless terrain. And there's something about discovering new terrain even though you're like i've seen this biome a hundred times before i haven't seen this configuration of trees and like i've walked into valleys and been like this is a beautiful valley i want to build a cottage here yeah i'm like it's a damn video game why am i feeling this way about this game (laughs) but i do so i want to i want a creative mode they plan on that because i don't want to go in there and i saw it in an faq there's no plans now as they're releasing the main game but there is a console mode where you can just God mode yourself and spawn resources. So oh, like okay. think doom when you press the tilde button, you, you get, you know, okay. you can console thing is it, it's not, doesn't have mod support, but it's definitely moddable. So you could also work in mods if you wanted sure, to, to get sure. a creative mode. Yeah. And I think they've said long-term they're probably at a creative mode to the game. So I think they're, they're I think that'd support. be great. Cause I don't, I'm just not in the mood to, I don't know. I'm not in the mood for all the survival bits. But I do kind of like um, I like chopping shit down and building things. I like that. Yeah, I mean that's uh, it's it's fun. It's great. I, I play it. I play it. That's my only game I've been playing. Like the past few weeks on Gore, I'm just like I've been playing Wild Rift and, and Valheim. That's it. Like yeah, that's all right. I'm sated. I'm sated. This is this is an amazing game. Um, I love it. That's good. Uh, you also made platinum in uh, Wild Rift. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm now playing ranked pretty much consistently in wild rift and and i made platinum in the rank mode so i'm I'm happy nice no one should ever feel bad like being bad at this game there are so many the first like two tiers there's so many people that just make other people feel bad yeah now that i've gotten to platinum it's it's like i've achieved something because people don't like rage and get 10 deaths and blame other people like i'm in sort of that sweet spot where people that you play with are reasonable they'll give you crap still but like it's it's way less toxic and 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 you know not as bad. So I'm I'm actually pretty happy now, because the main mode is filled with a lot of bots. There's a lot of bots in that game, so it's actually the best place to play. Is at least the normal game is in ranked uh, and, and and higher skill. So sure, sure. And I wanted to also just mention it briefly because again, I, so I have a core guild in there, 
Um, we have six members. We got like Kissy Bears and Ryan Murphy's in there, and there's a guy called I Kill a Kill, which is sweet. I like Kill a Kill, so it's a cool name. And yeah. Some other folks. So we got six people. And there's some like guild rewards and stuff like that. So if you are playing Wild Rift, even just a little bit, um, just search for it. I made it public. Like a whole bunch of the unwashed mashes are not trying to get in, so I was concerned about making it public. I wanted it to be invite. But no, you can just publicly join. So like, just join up in the guild. There's like rewards to get, and then I'm hoping to do some group stuff because some of it they've got a pretty complex mobile style thing, but it doesn't require any purchases. So it's really just there to get you log in playing with your friends. Yeah. So you know, if you want to earn cool rewards with the core community on there, I play pretty much every day before there's, bed. There's stuff on the. We got anything in the Discord about this on our Discord channel? Maybe. No, like it's, whenever I link, it just links to the website, and everyone's like, I can't do it. So it's like. Like it, it's kind of broken or like right like they need to fix that because there's a share guild button just like Discord is like there's a share Discord but it takes people to the website and they can't still can't find things. Oh, so just go to the you know apply for guild. It's open to the public. You got to apply still, but I'll, I'll see it. I'm, I'm in there often. The tag is X Core X, not Core because it was taken. So it's little X, big core. Someone took it. Core. Those bastards. Yeah, I mean, chorus. You know, I had a Ben and Jerry's that said "core" on it. I mean, it's you know, common enough word for people to use. But know, like, it still um, makes me mad when people do it because I like our <laughs> name. Uh, but you know, just just search for it; it's there. And uh, yeah, we can. I'm hoping to do some GBG or some guild games as well. So, nice. All right. Well, this is all good. Yeah. News. Very good. Those are my games. That's what I played. Check it out. Uh, All right, then. That brings us to uh, the part of the show where we read a quick email. That's a good question. This is an email from Steve Radke. Uh, He lives in Texas, and I hope he's safe from this horrible storm that everybody's getting hit with down there, and I hope it's not nearly as bad as last year. Uh, He sent this email to talktothecore at gmail.com. Says, gentlemen, help me out here. This is a great topic for the game because we just talked about Valheim. I really like the open world games like Skyrim and New World. The one thing in common with them is that they make me feel like in order to excel at the game, I need to craft. That's especially true of New World. Um, I don't want to craft, he says. Maybe if they had just one bench and all the ingredients and all the recipes in one place, I might tolerate it. Um, But I don't want to, though. (laughs) Can you suggest a game kind of like these, but with no crafting? I just want to follow a story and kill shit and then get better weapons. Let me know if you come up with anything. Uh, I have all of the gaming systems except for the elusive PS5. It can be uh, on e- on any console other than PC. Uh, or PC, rather. Uh, Sorry. Uh, so I don't, was Skyrim is crafting necessary in Skyrim? No. I steal everything. No, I would no, say... I didn't do yeah. any crafting in Skyrim. Yeah, I didn't do any crafting. crafting I, I, cool I would stuff. say, like, if you like Skyrim... Don't craft things. <laughs> just just refuse to craft things. Like yeah. Steal it and, and make deals with the um. What are those guys called? The, the, the devilly guys. The uh, what are brother, they? Brother, uncle, brotherhood. What was the it? The oblivion Drugger? dudes. Oh, um, Draugr. The Draugr. 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 No, Dower. is that the oblivion guys? Not the. Yeah. You think of the Dwemer, which are the underground elves, not those guys, but no. the red, the red I'm oblivion the dudes. Drugger. Draugr. No, Draugrs are the zombies in in the caves. I'm talking about like Durga Durga. The the, the Oblivion (laughs) guys. Daedra, that's it. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) 
Jeez, I haven't heard the word Draugr so many times. Such a short just Everyone's losing like, patience with us. You guys, like, you guys are like zombies banging your head and yeah. uh, banging. You know what it reminded me of? It was, it was like John doing Draugr, what he Draugr, did. Don, John was doing what he hates about that Guardians game. He was literally doing it. We were recreating the Guardians. That felt game. like Wordle tactics yeah. right there. Just <laughs> trying the same word over and over again. Surely the game's wrong. Yeah, it must yeah. be the game. Thank you, Ziggurat. The Daedra. So you can just make deals with Daedra or steal the shit. And and you'll get good weapons that way. Some of the best weapons, in fact. So mm-hmm. I just say Skyrim, not not a crafting game. Valheim, you have to craft. Um, I don't know about New World. You don't um, have to in New World, but you kind of do have to. What am I saying? You do have to. No, you absolutely yeah, have to. The have intro to. quests have you craft stuff immediately. Yeah. So you, you, um, maybe later you I can I saw be someone less, say but... Witcher 3. That's not a bad oh, choice. Crafting yeah. feels pretty optional in that. Yeah. But there is yeah. some, it's not Gwent. It does have Gwent. Yeah. Uh, I think if you want to go more to the survival side, less RPG, uh, No Man's Sky, crafting is... Uh, There's a lot of crafting in that. Is there? Yeah. I played it with Mike and Crofton, yeah. and they were like, this game's great. And then we got into, you have to make this, and you have to take this card. And they're like, this is a crafting game. <laughs> and they were all that's like, true. Yeah, that's true. That's they true. Were, and they were kind of whiny about it, except we played Valheim, and they, they're like, oh, I like this crafting, but not that crafting, which is something you should also consider. Um, that my, you know, Mike and Crawford were both reacted badly when they realized No Man's Sky was a crafting game and they weren't as incentivized to play it, but they're playing a ton of Valheim. They, what, they harass, they tell me just to turn my computer on so they can play, even if I can't. There's oh, like, you cause you're this... logging to the server. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm busy. I'm watching Star Wars or yeah, something, you know, like, yeah. um, it's a, so, so not all crafting is equal. So I, I don't, if you're just like, for sure, you know, you don't like crafting, but sometimes we think we know things about ourselves that we don't know. Like I'm very shocked that I'm playing Valheim. I'm not a survival game player and it's very fun. So a lot of it has to do with the design and, and, you know, I agree with that. The way, the way it's done. Um, does Zelda have crafting in it? Cause if you haven't Some. played legend, I own it and I still have yet to play it. You're talking but about I hear that's uh, a great open world adventure game. <laughs> well, that one, if you're talking about Breath of the Wild, that one probably has Breath more the crafting Wild, than the any of them do. Like most most Zelda games, there's not a lot of crafting, but in that game, definitely there is some, but it's not overwhelming, and you don't really have to do. I mean, I don't know the food, I guess, the weapons you don't craft, unfortunately, not really. Oh, uh, what was the Immortals Phoenix Rising? Oh it's yeah, like that Zelda. Game. There's no real crafting in that. There's a little bit if you want to get into potions and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and play, play Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla is great. Open like it's Assassin's Creed, but it didn't feel very Assassin's Creedy all that much to me. It felt like Viking game. It's a big, you know? vi- it's a big adventure Viking game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with that. that's an that's a good open world game. <laughs> Yakuza games. Yeah, Yakuza games don't have crafting, but they have requisite mini games which yeah. <laughs> I, i'm not sure is much better of a solution i spent so much time running the hostess place as uh was it mojima, mojima. goro mojima yeah, yeah. um you know I, I, most of my game <laughs> half of my game time was just playing a mini game to get all my hostesses up to s tier or whatever it was so they earn the maximum money from men yeah. Um, and then I went, what am I doing? There's got to be a better game to play than this. <laughs> Majima. Majima. That's what it is. So Majima. so uh, I was going to just at least suggest if you're if you were leaning it all toward an MMO uh, with that. And there's and there's no subscription fee. In fact, one of the reasons that you would get the optional subscription fee for Elder Scrolls Online is so that you could have an endless bag for things to craft with. So there is crafting in the game. 
zero percent required. Like in most MMOs, you don't you don't have to craft them WoW either. So if you want cool weapons and leveling up and getting better shit and cooler gear, that game does that, and you don't pay monthly for it. So yeah. you know, yeah. What are what are the open world games that have craft like Red Dead Redemption? You're probably good there. Yeah, probably. I mean, you there are times. Yeah, there's stuff in there big, though. Big name game, Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to do the Ubisoft thing. I'm trying to think of like there's lots of open world games, but I guess he's looking for a recommendation from us. And yeah, this is hard for me because I don't normally play too many open world games. And I'm um, a big open world guy. I would say Skyrim is great. Like, you should Skyrim is great. Play. Yeah, if you like, and if you like what they're doing in Skyrim, you really like what they're doing in ESO. It just feels like an extension of that. So yeah. if you're sick of that or played it, or overplayed it or whatever, maybe it's time to move on to that. Uh, good luck. And if you have thoughts at home. Oh, John, did you say? I don't even know if I let you get in there edgewise. I said a few. I think, you know, like going for more adventure games would probably be good. Uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, stuff like that isn't a bad way to go. Uh, like Bo said, Assassin's Creed, not a not a bad way to go either. But uh, Ghost of I, I don't mean Ghost of Chuchimia. Ghost five, Ghost, Ghost of Daedra. Oh, that that's right. Yeah, yeah. Ghost, Ghost. Horizon Zero Dawn, I guess, is on PC, so that's an option. Sashima is awesome because Sashima doesn't have any crafting, but there are. Wait, hold on. Is that true? Horizon does have crafting. I mean, they do. Amount. You do go back to yeah, but Horizon's a lot like it's real simple stuff. Like, oh, you got a bunch of trees and you need arrows. So oh, just that make new them. God of War uh, doesn't have crafting in it. No. Is that open world? Yeah, yeah well, uh, sort of. uh, mostly. That's, that's mostly it's, linear. It's like a world. Uh, it's like open it's got light. a hub area that connects to a lot of things, uh, and there are it's like open world, open light, open, open world, yeah. world light. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's true. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of those, but it sounds like out of all these, he'll, he'll have some ideas. And if Get anyone an MMO, crafting's option always optional. Yeah, MMO. always optional MMOs, all of them, even the most good of the ones. time it's worse. Like if you play World of Warcraft, and you're getting your gear from crafting. It's not the best gear. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know that's what I hated about it. From raids and dungeons and stuff. That's what I hated about crafting in that game was. In any MMO, actually, is you're never going to get the best stuff by crafting. It was good for like one hour when you hit max level <laughs> yeah. and you can make the item like a slightly higher item level, and then your dungeon gear up yeah. paces it, and it's like okay. We definitely done. don't need to get into it, but Final Fantasy fourteen has a solution for that. Uh, they do, but let's yeah, we don't yeah, have to get okay. into it. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Final Fantasy XIV <laughs> is a good option. ESO is a good option, and honestly, World of Warcraft is probably a decent. Option. I only today learned why it's a good option. Uh, like it took me a long time. I basically on stream admitted there was a whole part of the game I was completely ignoring, and I got schooled by my own chat and learned, even though I got a max level character, that I was ignoring something pretty important. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know. I I noticed your uh, Ben is always the guy I look to for is somebody crafting somewhere? No, not Ben. No, Ben's not, not Ben. Uh, who am I thinking of? Somebody in our circles always tweets about crafting. Oh, it's uh, Brian. Uh, um, uh, Ro, I was Still always in? talking about it. Yeah. Oh, oh Brian, yeah, Ro, Ro does. It, yeah, yeah. Ro's like, oh, I'm, I'm now oh, a Brian. level 800 freaking bug pusher or whatever the, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> bug pusher. <laughs> 
or something you weird. know all those amazing crafting jobs like bug pusher. like bug pusher bp <laughs> it's the bp of the game anyway we'd like to hear th- uh, feedback and thoughts any other questions you guys might have talk to the core at gmail.com that's gonna talk probably to do core. it for the show hey uh real quick reminder if you like what we do here it's so easy to sign up for our patreon and it's like a new month so it's a perfect time to do it you get great rewards well, you know you do because this week I, you know, for three hundred we celebrated and I gave you the, the free bonus stuff, which is like a whole other thirty minute show, as you already know. Well, maybe you don't know quite yet, but you will soon. You'll hear that and go, "Oh man, I can get this every week." Hell yeah, you can! So check it out, Patreon.com/slash/core show. I might even have a couple of people to name. Yeah, I'm gonna. Thanks to Ryan Osika, Zach Rohifs. I hope I got that right. And Greg. Writers of Rohifs to me. <laughs> Rohifs. Also, Greg Trent. He's also one. You guys are awesome. And I'll mention more of you next week. But uh, please keep being rad. And uh, for those who haven't yet, give us a shot. We'd love it. All right. Uh, frogpants.com slash core is our website. And you can uh, always find us on Twitter, CorePod, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and of course, Bo Schwartz. We can't leave without a little bit of word of wisdom from our co hosts. Let's start with John. I know a lot of people out there like me and mildly visually impaired and wear the glasses and that can sometimes be a bit of a hassle, but remember what we learned here today, at least you're safe from vampirism. <laughs> Very well said. Bo, what would you add to that? Um, don't take any moist nickels. Nope. Don't accept any moist nickels. I agree. Don't accept moist nickels. Oh, Jesus. Or that's the reaction you'll have. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for listening, watching, and hanging out with us. We'll be back next time with more. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. We really pulled a boner on this one. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.